this says it has it's BPA free. So this says it's BPA free. Let's put it as close as we can, get the glare from it. That green thing right there at the bottom, BPA free. <clears throat> Why do you want a BPA free plastic bottle if you can't get a glass bottle? Because bisphenol A is not only a synthetic hormone, a man-made hormone, what hormone does BPA behave like? BPA, BPA, bisphenol A behaves like estrogen when it goes in the body. It gives instructions as though it's estrogen. So every time you drink out of plastic bottles and eat foods out of the, the plastic or whatever it is you're eating from, when you're drinking and eating those foods, you have something going in your body that your body's interpreting as estrogen. So your body thinks its estrogen levels have raised. And if BPA goes in your body and gives you instructions like it's estrogen, then you'll start having thoughts like a person who has that amount of estrogen that's supposed to be allocated into their bodies. Let's think about this. Then your testosterone is responsible for me generally having more hair than my female counterpart. Testosterone also has a great deal to do with the male's physique. Testosterone also gives me a deeper voice than a female, my female counterpart. But we're not talking about testosterone, are we? We talk about the things that make males males just now. But right now, there is a, y'all can look it up, there's a synthetic hormone that behaves like estrogen when it goes in the body. So you have to check your products to see if it's BPA free, if they're using plastic as an example. Otherwise, as a male, you're gonna have an account for estrogen that doesn't actually exist in your body, which is gonna influence your body to behave in ways that a woman would per that amount of estrogen. You may grow titties as a male. Don't tell me that you can grow titties, but you can't grow in the psychology of a female as well. You feel what I'm saying? As an example, okay? Come you have higher estrogen levels, you will have breasts. This is just a fact, okay? It's a fact. We can talk about what fat turns into and eventually wind up with estrogen. We can do all of that. But right now, what do we have a problem with in the community too? As homosexuality rises, what else is rising? The prolapse of the uterus, fibroids, because women are not- Pastor Williams is saying, no way. I don't know if he's disagreeing with you. I don't know what he's saying. It's all good. No one cares what he's saying. I'll bring him in in a minute. No one cares what he's saying right now. This is more important. So women are not exclusionaries to this clause. If men are getting way too much synthetic hormones that behave as estrogen, then women are also getting synthetic forms of hormones that give instructions like estrogen in their body. What happens when a woman has excess amounts of estrogen? That is breeding grounds for fibroids. What is modern day society cure for fibroids? Take their wombs out. So we're gonna have wombless women and men with titties having inclinations towards being females and no one's the wiser because no one's educated. And if you tell this to a damn homosexual, transgender, bisexual, lesbian, queer, they'll turn their ear and say, well, that's just things that happen. No, it's a synthetic hormone and it's constructed to behave as estrogen. So why the freak does it exist and why the necessity to put it in your products where I got to know, when I know it's not common knowledge, to check and see if my products are BPA free. Somebody did this on purpose, family. And this is just one example of hormonal 
imbalances that clearly are being introduced to the human genome for the purposes of advancing a gay agenda. And you yourself may be gay and not necessarily conscious of contributing to the agenda. You may be a victim of it. But if you get told you're the victim of the agenda, no, that's gonna be disrespectful. But I can clearly show you a number of synthetic hormones that give people inclinations towards the other gender and how it implicates both genotypes of the male and the female. This is information that can be researched once it's been brought to your attention. You that ever heard of a checkmate. Tony Haynes? That's a checkmate. Haynes? You ever heard of Tony Haynes, Polite? I've never heard of any of these people. Look up Tony Haynes, one of my moderators throwing it in the, in the chat, saying similar to the same thing. But let me ask you this, brother, because before I don't want to, you know, a lot of people I bring on, sometimes they teach and then they don't, they don't give the solution. So what is a solution or a step that we take in the right direction to, to try to solve this problem here? Beautiful question. That is a beautiful question. That is a question. If personified as a woman, it would have a bad ass and big titties. That's how beautiful that question is. And watch how some females are mad because I'm a man in my mental space. And that's the analogy I choose to make. And God damn it, if you got the right to sleep with women as a woman, you got the right to sleep with men as a man. Don't tell me my right to have my sexual visions and expressions. Facts. I do this stuff sometimes antagonize people. You're not going to keep, I'm going to become a masculinist. I'm going to see if I can create a movement called masculinist and start defending the honor of the black man, okay? And nothing wrong with being a feminist, but the feminist movement is something totally different. Just like there's a theory and then there's scientific theory. Two different things. Feminists, I'm down with feminists. I'm down with women that's looking to protect the identity, order, and history of women as there are people out here to suppress who and what they are. I'm down with feminism or the feminist on that regard. I'm down with them with that. The feminist movement now, with the, with the talks of the male toxic energy and all that. Now, now y'all done lost your goddamn mind. I'm not with that, <laughs> all right? So let me answer this question. The solution primarily is education and psychology. We, say, we should say the liberal arts, but I want to go with people's heads. Math, science, psychology, theology. I could do that. The liberal arts, we should get people into it. School should teach it, but they know. And that's part of the agenda. But what we need to address is this psychology, sociology, and holistic health. Because when people say things to you, you won't be in culture shock and feel like you're just discriminating against someone because you don't like their sexual preference. Let's add politics there and black history, okay? Let's create our own liberal arts. So let's get politics as it relates to black history. Let's do that so we can consolidate these ideas so it doesn't sound like too much and it's overwhelming. Politics and retrospect to black history. Sociology, psychology, and wellness, holistic health, that is. If we see us being experimented on, see, when you educate your children about the experimentation 
and what results they were looking to yield. If you teach your children about slavery, and one of the things that they did to the slaves was conduct homosexuality or force them to conduct homosexuality against each other as a form of emasculating, emasculating the black man. You see, no one want to talk about this. No one want to talk about it. You want to make it a myth. But the fact of the matter is, and, and, and the, as far as the effeminization of the black male, one of the means to conduct such an experience was to strictly enforce homosexuality upon male slaves, to demean them, to reduce them to females in nature. There's nothing wrong with a woman acting as a woman. Something wrong for a man acting as a woman. No, how, no matter how you see it, that's what it is. And when we got these movements here, let me show you something. If I said strong black woman, if I said my mama was a strong black woman, do you think, Sonetta, if I said, and I'm actually on the chat, if I said my mama was a strong black woman, do you think I'm talking about a single mother or do you think I'm talking about a mother that's still with her man for years? What do you think of when you hear strong black woman? What do you think of, Sonetta? First thing come to your head when you hear strong black woman, do you think of a married woman? With a man for years, or do you think of a single mother holding it down? Which one you think? Mother holding it down. Now we hear my mama is a strong black woman. We're traditionally talking about single mothers. So now look at the psychology. If every time we say strong black woman, we defer our attention to women that are single, what are we actually saying about women that endure or sustain? a longevity as far as relationship is concerned. Those women are oftentimes look as weak. That's why no one refers to them as strong black women. Women be like, yo, I had to raise five of my sons all by myself. My nigga, why you made it up to five? You see, now someone will feel disrespected. But the reality is, you should have stopped at a certain point. But now because they can eat, sleep, and drink, you're a strong woman. No, that doesn't constitute a strong woman. What should constitute a strong woman should be the same thing that constitutes a strong man in this instance, which is longevity in a relationship so male and female can have influence on the child. But you see, because of the broken family household paradigm, we are more accepting of these alternative sexual lifestyles because there's no demand for a male presence in the house or for a duality in the house. In fact, we're going to play with who's a male and who's a female, but we're going to watch lesbians. And almost every time I see a lesbian relationship, I'll be there if I don't see someone who we may identify as a butch or a dyke or a carpet muncher. Pardon it. I'm not looking to disrespect nobody. I'm just telling you what we say in the hood. We're going to keep everything on the surface. I'm not calling you carpet munchers. I'm just saying people may call lesbian women carpet munchers. Okay? So the people that's identifying lesbian women as carpet munchers, dykes and butch, we normally see someone playing the role of a man going out their way to dress as a man and act as a man. To what? Appeal to the woman who gets to remain a woman technically in their lesbian relationship. And no one thinks this has anything to do with any form of psychosis. <laughs> okay. Because you'll never be a man. You'll never have nuts. See what I'm saying? It's nuts to even portray yourself as such. I'm not here to disrespect you. 
I'm saying we all live with different mental health issues. We all do. And the fact that it's mental health and it doesn't necessarily register as a bump or a tumor, it's very hard to diagnose. That's why we have to study psychology and sociology. And we also have to study holistic health because a lot of our emotions and feelings are precipitated by the food we eat or don't eat. And some of the food that we have to eat is not so we eat, it's so the good bacteria in your body can eat so they can send messages via the enteroendocrine cellular structure that exists in the synapse with the vagus nervous system that's linked to your heart, your gut, and your brain so you can feel whole, at peace, and conscientious, right? Have an open-mindedness or be open. You remember those, those the five-model character traits we was talking about? If there's a dysfunction in your gut, those insecurities that are inbred as an end result have their inception in mental health issues of which the behavior of a lot of people in the homosexual, lesbian, transgender, queer community demonstrate or exhibit. But if they don't study these things, they won't come to terms with it and realize, hey, maybe I should do a few things with holistic health psychology and sociology before I first qualify myself as not sick. Because one, two things nobody want to be called, especially the black community. One is stupid and one is sick. Nobody wants to know they need help. And I'm going to tell you why. Because a psychiatrist can conduct a diagnosis so drugs can be administered. A psychologist doesn't. Some instances based on jurisdiction, they can't. Okay? And so what happens is parent Pardon me, client confidentiality can be very elusive or opaque when children are involved or when parents are involved. If a parent goes to see help or a child goes and you say, my child needs help, they're based on the symptoms there can be a breach in confidentiality and that parent may be at risk of losing their child. Whether it's the parent saying something or the child. So nobody wants to go get checked out because they don't want their life going to hell. So you, don't, you can't even get the help before it becomes all these other social anomalies. Okay, um, family, I wanna ask y'all to hit that like button, man. We got over a thousand, we got 1200 in the building. Hit the like button for us. I appreciate it. Show your appreciation. Um, Pastor Bennett said he disagreed as far as the food is concerned as turning our people into homosexuals. I want to know, is it all right if I let him in now? And I told him the topic. He said he want to stay and deal with this topic as well and maybe ask questions. Is it all right, brother? It's all right. Okay. I've, I've lifted back. All right, Pastor Bennett, you have the link. You have the link, Pastor. Come on in and let's deal with this topic right here. Most important topic. You know what I'm saying this is the most important topic here, man. Let's deal with this topic right here. Hit that up. There you go. There you go. The likes is going up. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, let me ask you a question, Polite. Uh, and be, 
how how honest can you be when I ask you this question? I'm as transparent <laughs> okay. as Kendall Jenner. Oh, that's boss. Transparent Kendall Jenner. I don't even think you caught that. I didn't break it down. He's a transsexual. Uh huh. He's a parent. He's a father. So I said I'm transparent, but that's a double entendre. I'm transparent that you can see through me because I tell you everything, but transparent also corresponds with Kendall Jenner because he's a transparent. He's a transsexual parent. That's boss, baby. Think like you you can't I think you better say pause, man. <laughs> nah, you, it's called a double entendre. It means two different things. That's what an entendre is. Yeah, I'm, slow. I'm slow on that one. You got me on that. I'm damn sure slow on that one. Don't worry. That's boss. Press no, let me ask that's you this question. Here it is. That's boss. Are you more acceptable? And keep it real. There's with no the men there's out there. Not to. Are you more acceptable watching two women? Do what? Oppose the men. I don't want to say it all, you know, man. Now, hold on. I'm going to tell you this. I will, when you say, say, are you more acceptable or more accepting of watching two women as opposed to two men? Yes. You got to be clear. Peace to you, bro. Oh, you got to be clear. And the reason why you got to be clear, because I don't know what these two men or two women are doing, because you in any instance with this asexual behavior, I would never be accepting of seeing two men do anything. Right. So I don't know what you're talking about. I want you to be clear because you want me to keep it real. So let's put the real questions on the table, brother. I would never. Let's put the real questions on the table. Ask me a real question, and I'm gonna give you a real answer. Is a way I can't say it like that because you know family in there. That's why I, I was trying to say it. You know. Okay. Let's yeah, ask me a question. Right here, you know. Ask me you a know, question. You know what I'm talking about, brother. I want to make sure everyone knows what you're talking about. They, believe me, they do. do you, can you hear me? Yeah. Do are you okay with two women sleeping with each other? Uh, that's and watching. Actually, and watching it. No, I don't watch porn at all. I never watched porn a day in my life. I'm not um, saying porn. I didn't say porn. Porn never came out of mouth in your own home, in in a different I'm person's home, wherever. I ain't talking about the computer. I don't. But I will tell you something. At times when I have seen women dance with each other, and love each other, and squeeze each other's breasts, I thought it was extremely attractive. I might be sick myself. I told you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think and, that's, and that's what's wrong with us. I'm sick too. And that's I think the sickness. And I will put myself in that category of sick. I'm willing to <laughs> be honest and say, there's something in me that's a little sick. But in my personal world in life, no. I don't, I, I don't participate in none of that because I don't believe in that. I just don't. Okay. I'm not with that. But All right, Pastor Bennett, let's welcome, let's welcome the Pastor um, Bennett in the building. How you doing, my brother? What's up, Sal? What's up for the chat? What's up, brother? How was your services today, brother? Excellent. Come on, King. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, do, what do you have to add on to this, Pastor? I was on the phone talking with you, and you said you don't agree with the food or the hey, stop before you do that people yes before you do that ask him the same question have you ever been attracted to seeing any type no of he said no already lesbianist i don't but i will tell you something at times when i have seen women i want to make sure everyone know what we're talking about they believe so, me they i want you to be clear because you want me to keep it real 
So let's put the real questions on the table, brother. I would never. Let's put the real questions on the table. Ask me a real question, and I'm gonna give you a real answer. Is a way I can't say it like that because you know family in there. That's why I, I was trying to say it. You know. Okay. Ask me a question. You know what I'm talking about, brother. I want to make sure everyone knows what we're talking about. They, believe oh, me, they do. do you, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah. Dude, are you okay with two women sleeping with each other? Oh, uh, that's not and watching. Actually and watching it. No, I don't watch porn at all. I never watched porn in the game of life. I'm not um, saying porn. I didn't say porn. Porn never came out of mouth. In your own home, in, in a different person's home, wherever. I ain't talking about the computer. I don't. But I will tell you something. At times when I have seen women dance with each other and love each other and squeeze each other's breasts, I thought it was extremely attractive. I might be sick myself. I told you. <laughs> that's it. I and, that's, it. and that's what's wrong with us. I'm sick too. And that's I think the sickness. And I will put myself in that category of sick. I'm willing to be completely honest and say there's something in me that's a little sick. But in my personal world in life, no, I don't. I, I don't participate in none of that because I don't believe in that. I just don't. Okay. I'm not with that. But All right, Pastor Ben, let's welcome. Let's welcome the pastor, um, Bennett, in the building. How you doing, my brother? What's up, Sal? What's up for the chat? What's up, brother? How was your services today, brother? Excellent. Come on, King. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, do what do you have to add on to this, Pastor? I was on the phone talking with you, and you said you don't agree with the food or the. Hey, stop before you do that. People, Sarnetta. Yes. Before you do that, ask him the same question. Have you ever been attracted to seeing any type? No, he said no already. He already said no. Hold on, let me just just say it for the record. Have you ever been attracted to any type of connection amongst women, amongst each other, women amongst each other, showing a connection with each other, whether it be hugging, kissing, rubbing, or even appreciation? Because me, if I see a woman appreciating another woman, that'd be turning me on. If I see a woman hug another woman, depending on the instance. That turns me on. So, but hold on, polite. But isn't that homosexuality? Yes. No, I, oh, yes. Let's stop. Let's stop now. This is some real stuff. Now I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip, the table. I'm gonna flip the table on you. That's not homosexuality in all instances or lesbianism. Let's flip the table on you guys. If a woman comes out the shower, her breast is out. She naked. A woman come out the shower. She naked. She got another female in the house. Is that inappropriate, sir, or is that permissible? Because that's how women connect and bond. Is that lesbianism? Because she can walk around naked. Well, you know, it's it's totally different with women. Ah, I get you. I get what you're saying. Ah, yeah, it's that totally different. It's totally different with women. Yes. So, yes, minute, do you think something's wrong if a woman amongst her woman peers, within the confines, even in her house, they're friends. She come out naked. She getting dressed up. Yo, girl, put some shape on my back. You know what I'm saying? I can't reach back there. You right, think right. It's totally different with women. Let's hear you. Okay. <laughs> Man, my brother <laughs> polite. But see, but this is this is the problem. Y'all, y'all trying to muddy. I don't, and and I just want to have a conversation with Brother Polite. I I don't want to be disrespectful. It's not my MO to be disrespectful, right? Um, so let me first to Brother Polite, because he keeps saying it, and I want everybody else to hear me saying it, because I want everybody to be clear. I would never, ever intentionally try to disrespect your people. I don't want to say that I know you be having people in your home watching. 
So I'm going to tell you, I would never try to disrespect your people, right? Um, I don't want anybody to ever feel like that's what I'm doing. The reason I went where the reason I went where I went in that just so it's clear is because if don't you open the box of Pandora, brother. No, 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 no. I'm not. If you feel that you can attack the Bible I subscribe to, you can attack the God I subscribe to. You can attack attack. You can call Jesus crazy. You can tell call me crazy for believing in a ghost and all that. Then I feel you shouldn't hide your religion and your God. That's what I'm saying. So if we not, if you're not going to talk about my scripture and my God, then I won't talk about your God. So, hey, I, but I, I agree with all of that. Okay, I cool. All, that. all right. So then I to the to respect you as a father or a husband. That's, yes, sir. That's reality. Now, yes, sir. I, okay. uh, yes, sir. Enough, enough with that. I don't want to go back into that. Agree, agree, agree. I just wanted to clear that between me and you. Brother, you're already ducking from the naked woman question. All right, no, I'm going yeah, to that. Go. Room and you hold that. Okay, here we go. Get those naked women back in the room, brother. And you tell us, is 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 this is it sacrilegious? Is it sin? Is it something wrong? If a naked woman comes out the bathroom, she has a homegirl, and she just walk but ass naked and be like, damn, put some chain butter on my back. Is yeah. something wrong with that? That's lesbianism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say that's lesbianism, but what I'm gonna say is this is what happens in our community all the time when we teach it. You the one really running, because that ain't the original question. And me or Sai asked you. It wasn't no about no, just, hey, can you put some lotion on my bag? Oh, but but don't be touching me like that. That's what, what the question was. So when you answer and question, said, it, hold on. So when you answer and say it turned you on, when you see two women touching on each other, stuff like that, here is where the hypocrisy in the community comes that's in. That's the question right now. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. What happens in our community is when we're more invested in personalities than we are in truth. So let me be real honest. There have been times in my life when the thought of two women being sexual appealed to me. But as I've grown and matured, here is what I understand what the community needs to understand. For me now, I think it is sin. I think it's homosexual. I think it's no different than two men touching on each other. And even though it appears to, appeals to my nasty, lustful nature, it's still wrong. And the problem in the community is, if polite is going to talk about homosexuality or, or children being calling it boys, calling themselves girls, here is the problem with the community. We'll accept his teaching because we like him. And then we won't call him out when he like looking at homosexual activity too and get away with just calling himself crazy. Here's the thing. Thank you for being honest, polite, but don't teach about it until you can stand on it. That's okay, the key. So, don't man. teach about Dwayne Wade's daughter if then you're going to look at two women touching nipples and liking that. That's the problem in our community. It's not that polite. For example, polite has a story, a testimony of being in them streets and coming out. And I commend him for that. And now he's not there. Now he's giving it faith. So he can teach about the street life and coming out. But if polite still feels like it's okay to sell nickel bags, then he can't come on here talking about cocaine. He can't come on here talking about, if he's still selling weed nickel bags, then he can't come over here and condemn the person that's selling cocaine. See, that's the problem with our community. Y'all gonna hate me because I got pastor in front of my name. But I'm, going to, I'm not going to teach y'all about not being homosexual until I have the discipline to not looking at it in any form. So to answer Polite's question, I'm against homosexuality 
to the fullest extent, even more than what me and you were talking about earlier, but I won't keep bringing it up. I'm against that more than anything. It is not right for a man to be with a man and it's not right for a woman to be with a woman. And even though our natures sometimes appeal to things that aren't natural or things that we don't like, that don't make it right. That's when we teach our community to have discipline. What I do agree with Brother Polite on is when he said, what would he do with his child? I would hug my son like Brother Polite said he would hug his son. But I also want the community, and then I would teach him and tell him it's not right. But I also want the community to know this. We have to start teaching our children from a young age. We're talking about solutions, because I just don't want to get in a battle because this ain't a debate to me. But I care about this subject matter. So what we need to teach our children from a young age is that one perversion could lead into all perversion. So Polite was talking about the broken homes and not even a man being home. Well, that's what we need to stand on. Slow down real quick. I just asked one question. I just want you to answer the question. If a woman come out the bathroom naked amongst her friend and she say, hey, hey, sis, can you rub the shape right on my back? And she's naked. Is that lesbianism to you? That's the question, brother. You can keep, stop abashing me, brother. Just answer that question. No, I don't think that's lesbian, but I didn't come on here to talk about now, that. Now, hold on. Now, I, I want to change the subject I, when I come on. You have on. the right to come in here with your own agenda perfectly. But if Sarnetta was able to answer questions, and I'm able to answer questions, brother, no. you're going to take turns, brother. Just please chill. So now I want to ask you another question, since that's not lesbianism. Please say lesbianism when you talk to me. Don't say homosexuality, because that has male implications. Okay, so now, when you... Homo lesbianism is homosexuality. I got you, I got you, but the cannotative aspect of the word makes people inclined to males. If I came on here and I heard the first thing you said, I'd be like, yo, Blight likes watching homosexuality. <laughs> so listen, we know what I'm talking about. I don't want to debate you about that. Here's another thing, Pastor Bennett. You said it's not homosexuality if that girl come out and ask her friend to rub some shape on her back. Now, if a brother come out that bathroom with his nuts hanging and, and his jaws are swinging, and he come to you and he be like, yo, bro, rub the shape, shape on my back and, you know, caress my balls like, is that homosexuality? Yes. Are you thinking about it? No, who? You talking to me? Yeah, you're the only one that questions the right, so you're, you're stalling. Go ahead, I'm listening. Polite, that, that's when you start getting into that, that lets me know how scared you are and you trying to win a debate when I ain't debating you. Brother, I'm trying to give you truth. Yo, we ain't talk, listen, I'm trying to give you truth. Homosexuality, we no, know what that is. And it's wrong for women and men. No, I I talking, no, talking, you trying to I'm play games, talking about some putting lotion on somebody back. Ain't no man coming and seeing me. Ain't no man seeing me naked in the first place, period. Stop playing these games. This is the no, problem. Not a game, brother. Now, if we're going to play like we don't understand what's going on you wanna, here. When I come brother, on, you stop trying okay. to be intellectual. Let me show when you I come on, you stop trying to be intellectual. Now you playing. No bro, man is touching playing. my back, and no man is seeing me. Sarnetta, he's too angry, as a grown bro. man. He came on here extremely angry, one of the big frustrations about me. We doing this one at a time, because I'm making a point. And the point that I'm making then is- don't ask me no questions, just talk. No problem, I won't ask you nothing. All it's right. clear you don't like questions being directed to you. I don't know why he's here, brother Sarnetta. You can get him out of here. But this is the point that I'm making- I know you want me, dog. This, this is the point that I make. Hey, yo, Sarnetta, right yeah. or wrong? Tell me if this is a valid point because I think in sequences, okay? So in one scenario, there's a naked woman who comes out and her naked friend can rub shape right on her back, but it's not considered homosexuality or lesbianism. 
But then in another scenario, and we're gonna consider the time it takes for him to answer the question. In another scenario, a naked man comes out, but it's Johnson swinging, his balls hanging, because it's cold in the room, it gets hard, you know, and if it's warm and it's sagging, you know how this thing goes. This is high air conditioning, okay? And he comes out the bathroom and he says, yo, fam, run the shea butter on my back, right? So what I'm saying is this, the point for me asking him this, he got angry. He think I'm trying to play with him and that pause. I'm not trying to play with you. What I'm saying is, when Saneta asks me a question, am I more accepting of lesbianism amongst women than homosexuality amongst men? The point that I'm making is, there's certain things that the way the woman engages each other, right? It's a little opaque because if men did certain things amongst other men, we would consider it homosexuality. But if women did it amongst women, we don't consider it homosexuality. You just proved that. That was just the point that I wanted to make. So when we hear about polite being more accepting of something, I wanted to consider the fact the way females interact with each other may be considered suspect amongst men when if they should interact with each other in the same manner. That was the point. I wasn't looking to demean you. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I, I was glad that you answered in that way, minus all the other stuff, you know? But that's that's the point I was making. I wasn't trying to disrespect you or play games with you, my brother. It was just a method to 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 the question to establish the point that we're gonna have to just we're gonna have to establish when does it become lesbianism amongst women before we look at it in disdain. And then in that matter, I find it attractive when I see women interfacing with each other on certain levels. That would be a level. If I just knew, like, yo, women are feminine enough to just, hey, girl, do this, that, that. They sit on each other's lap. They touch each other's boobs. I've seen women go, yo, that ass is fat. And I don't necessarily look at it as lesbianism. But I'll be damned if a man touch my ass and talk about anything about it. I'll be damned. I don't even want to have that interaction in sports. Everybody to play ball. No. I ain't never played with nobody who's hitting people's ass. I really don't be around that. And I'm glad because... The second I see someone do it to somebody, I'm gonna give them a notice just in case they come my way after I do a layup. I just need them, I need them to know that full disclosure, do not smack my ass in happiness. That's not gonna happen. So what I'm saying is my good brother, there are certain things about women by themselves and how they deal with each other. It just turns me on. And yes, when I see women uh, dancing with each other, I'm normally turned off because I'm probably in the club wanting to dance with them and then one girl is like, uh-uh, that's my girl. Then I'm mad at her. So no, that don't turn me off. But there's other instances where a woman might be interfacing with another woman physically. And I look and I, I, I look in curiosity and I say, man, man, that's rather interesting. And you know what? I might be a little sick. And that's what I said. So to tell me that I don't have license to teach no more about the subject because I can be open and honest enough to say, yo, fam, I am about to try to act like I'm some type of man that I'm not. I'd rather just let you know for the record, yo, I see it. And for some reason, you know, my penis get erect. It happens. I, I, all right. It happens. All right, all right, all right, stop. Time out. Um, Pastor stop. Bennett, <laughs> Pastor Bennett, um, what do you think is happening to us as a people as far as these young children um, finding confusion amongst their own sexuality? You said you don't agree with polite about the food or the water. So if you don't agree with that, do you at least um, agree with me in some sense, instance, where it could be going through the vaccinations or do you have your own ideas of what's happening? 
I'm let me I'm around I'm around off with that question, Sal, but yeah. let me first let me first address and keep I want this is good. This is good because I hope y'all can see this because what this truly is about for me, it is about truth and character. It's not about a debate with polite. I care about my people. I don't care that I'm a pastor. And if you don't like me as a pastor, that's fine. That I'm cool with that. But I care about my people. And it's about truth and character. And here is the issue. Sonetta never asked polite about do you do do you think it's wrong for um women to to in a non-sexual way? I'm going to go back that way, brother. I know I'm going, no, no, sorry, I'm coming up to your point. I'm coming up to your point. Because this this is part of the point. He never you never asked. Do you think it's okay for women to touch women in a non-sexual way if they're just helping putting lotion on? That's what Polite did because for some reason when I come on, he don't want to deal with the issue. Maybe it's because he didn't like the fact that his hypocrisy shown. That if you're going to come on here talking about the Wade and his son, another man and a son, and you don't like that for you, you're going to come on here talking about it and going in. And I, and I don't say to get you because I'm against that. I'm against a boy being called a girl or a girl being called a boy. But if you're going to come in, then don't then be, have hypocrisy. And I'm trying to tell the community, one of our biggest problems is we accept information without character. We will dismiss people with character because we don't like their information. And we will accept people's information whose character ain't, ain't, ain't disciplined. So when a person comes on and tells you, when we asked, he didn't want to, he said, Sanetta, what are you really saying? Sanetta said, I don't really want to say it. So I came out and really said it. Do you like women? He said he didn't want to, he didn't like that. He don't, he don't deal with it like that. But if two women are in the club, he just said, if I get erected from that. And my point is, if a person is selling a nickel bag of weed, then they can't come on here talking about people that's selling cocaine to our community. I'm saying first get the discipline of overcoming that situation that you don't agree with, right? Because seeing another woman on another woman and you getting sexually aroused by All it right, is brother, brother, promoting, I, here I, it is, sir. Here it is. Is you promoting homosexuality? So the point of no, I don't think it's the food, sir. I don't think it's the vaccine, sir. I don't think it's that. What I think it is is that perversion is in our world as a whole. Perversion is in when a baby is, is six months old, that baby don't even know how to pick up his bottle. That baby don't even know how to go to the bathroom for themselves. That baby don't even know how to clean themselves. We definitely not gonna say that baby, that's a baby boy at six months knows that it wants to be a girl. This perversion is learned when we get older. No different that that baby at one years old don't know how to curse on their own. They pick up cursing from what's around them. So even if in the home, we got mama and daddy not teaching homosexuality, that don't mean when they turn on the TV and that's what we better start worrying about. We better start worrying that what, what they're watching on TV. Let me really talk to you, parents, because I'm not against you, I'm for you. We got to start monitoring what they're watching on our iPads. We got to start monitoring when they get our iPhones because these kids are smart as blazes. We got to monitor what they're watching on their iPhone. Forget a vaccination about being right, making gay or water. Hold on, stop, let me go in. You, you on the pulpit, brother, come on, man. You no, I ain't. Ask, See, that's your problem. No, See, that's no, your problem. I, Y'all I, wanna I, cut I, off truth for personality. I don't, I don't think that you being fair. I don't think that you are being right and exact. And for the men that's out there listening, I don't think that y'all being real. 
with yourself. Now, yeah. I'm going to ask you this question, Pastor. <laughs> okay. Men is different with men. I'm not, now, Polite is not saying he agreed with them. No, he ain't saying that. He said that it, turn, it will turn him off. Pastor, if you see two beautiful women, brother, naked, massaging each other, you telling me you you will sit there like this, like it don't mean nothing to you, and and it won't it won't bring your eyes to them a look. You go right ahead and lie, brother, and you turning this way. You gonna you gonna turn your head like this? Oh, that shit don't mean nothing to me. Go Keep ahead, real, Pastor. Go Keep ahead, and lie. real. God damn it. Keep it real. Come on, Pastor. Sad, so, don't you remember when I did my um, presentation and you asked me this? And I keep it real with you. Yeah, keep it real with me. Let me tell you once again. So you gonna turn your head? Huh? You gonna turn your head? What you mean? You gonna say this is a disgrace? I'm not gonna look at them titties oh, okay. not even for one second. I ain't gonna double take either. Let me be honest with y'all. There was a time in my life which I told Sal when I did my presentation. So I can be honest. There was a time in my life when I was addicted to pornography. And in that pornography, I was, I, I didn't care if it was two women, I loved it and I was addicted to it. But I also, I also, this is years ago, when I'm talking about addicted, I'm being honest with y'all. Yeah, because I'm about the truth and helping my people. I was addicted to it, right? But there was also a time where I wasn't telling brothers who was out in the, uh, with all these women, hey man, you you wrong, you don't need to do this, you don't need to do this while I'm sitting there addicted to watching these women on the computer. They doing it in real life, but I'm doing it. So here is what I'm saying, I promise you right now, and I could care less if you mock me, I could care less if you don't believe me, but I'm telling you right now, I cannot come out and condemn homosexuality on the man's side or the woman's side, you know, on the man's side or the woman's side, and then be talking about when I get erect when I see it. All right, I believe you, Pastor. So now, the question I think it's disgusting. Hold on, I think it's disgusting for a woman to be with a woman. Then just the way I think it's disgusting for a man to be a man, and the fact that y'all can't accept that and want to mock me about it shows that we shouldn't be hearing personalities. We need to hear people with truth, and our community will be better. All right, I can accept it. All right, now, Brother Pastor, I was asking you the question as far as what do you think is going on? Like, you don't agree with the food, you don't agree with the water. What do you think is happening to us? Like, what's making our people this way? I just explained to you, perversion is in the world. Perversion is in the world. You can turn on your computer. So you can have the fantasy in your mind and then turn on your computer and see it. Perversion is in the world. And we got too many people that are teaching, but not, not living it. So let me go a step further, just to show you I ain't being fake with it. But like was right, it's absolutely all up in the church. It's absolutely, you got pastors that are standing in the pulpit and tell their congregation, stay with your wife, don't you cheat on your wife, and they cheating on theirs. And some of them are cheating on theirs. Some man pastors are cheating on their spouses with a man. And some women pastors are cheating on their husband with the woman. And what I'm saying is perversion is in the world. So our children are growing up and they're seeing this perversion. They're going to school while you're teaching them to do right. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, because I'm keeping it real of why this is what it really is. So my daughter, I got two daughters and one son. He's my youngest. My second oldest daughter is in the second grade. I start seeing something when I pick her up from school and she walks out to me. 
there was, she was with this white girl who's in the same class, but as she's walking to me, I seen her holding hands. I said, why in the world are y'all holding hands? My, this, this is my seven-year-old, right? I understand when you three, how you hold hands sometimes, I get that. But now she's seven. And, and, that, and my daughter and that daughter may not be thinking about homosexuality. Right. But if you don't catch that stuff then, it'll turn into that. Stop. So I told her, you can Stop. walk by her, but don't you hold her hand no more. She Stop. don't need to guide you to Stop. walk to me. Stop. I agree with you. I mean, I remember when that when my babies was little. I used to, yo, hate that. When I saw that, I immediately went and told the teachers. I agree with you. What? Yo, when I was growing up, it was always boy and girl, boy and girl, boy and girl, all the time. Now, in today's society, you see boys holding hands and girls holding hands as they're growing up. And we don't understand that they subliminally put it in the minds of them that this is all right behavior. So there you go. You, I agree with you, brother. You got to nip that in the butt right, right away. So go ahead, finish off, brother. And I'm saying, and what happens is, if we pacify stuff like that too much, when we're saying where it come from, and we think that's innocent until holding hands, um, becomes holding breast until holding hands becomes holding butt because the, the teachers are now going to tell them and society is now going to tell them it's okay. And I'm saying we got to get back to the place where even in our communities where we have some morals where things ain't okay, where we don't just come on here to attack each other and tear each other down. But if we're going to stand on something, stand on it all the way. It's fine to admit our faults. That's not what I'm saying. I, I got false. I got plenty of them. I don't down um, side if he got false. I don't down polite if he got false. I got plenty of them. But it's time to stop being fake. I'm not going to be standing up in my pulpit talking about don't, don't, don't get drunk and I'm getting drunk. So if I'm getting drunk, that's a subject I might not need to be talking about. Period. I can't okay it when I decide to get erect and be against it when it's Dwayne Wade's son. But then I want to okay it when it makes me hard. And that's the pseudo information we be getting. Instead of the people, do you really care about the young girl calling herself a boy? If you care enough about her, then I'm not going to get erect at two grown women. Before I get erect, I'm going to turn away from it until it becomes disgusting as it is seeing a man in man. Period. All now, right. either we want entertainment or we want truth. Which Let's one y'all want? Because I see him getting sleepy up in there, man. He ain't getting sleepy. He getting talked. Oh man, see why you always coming in pastor with that Come teaching? On. Teaching? No, you said oh he ain't he ain't getting sleepy, he getting taught. Yeah. Come on, brother. So if you saying he's sleeping while I while I'm talking, I'm saying he's not sleepy, he's getting taught. He listening. I'm not being disrespectful to the brother. All he right. might have some things he can teach me. He got probably got a lot of things he can teach me. All right, brother polite, you got the floor, brother. Hey, I just want pastor to let it all out, pause. Release, pause. <clears throat> Everything he's feeling about me, this kid and I off your chest so we can have a regular conversation. You say you don't want to debate. You say you ain't come here to debate. But you can't make a point without inclusion of Brother Polite and why people shouldn't listen to me and insinuate that I'm being fake because I made something clear. Now I can't have a sense of disdain for a 12-year-old, 13-year-old boy being called a girl because somehow that's equal to me probably getting erect if I did see two naked women together. Like, that is not the yeah. same thing. But I get it. Because see, now you're going to make me say, I, pastors probably would see it that way. Because as I said earlier, when they do 
conduct pedophilia is normally amongst little boys. I don't know how someone can tell me I can't feel a way as a man to hear a little boy be called a little girl by his father. I don't get how you can say I don't got the right to look at that in disdain because I might get erected if I see two naked grown women. The fact you even equating that together is suspect and your anger for me has you so driven that you're saying very weird and irrational things. And what we can do is move on and stop this. If you got problems with me, say it. You're telling me, yo, the original subject was, no, bro, it was a freestyle. We was building. So I didn't have a problem when I asked Saad. He didn't take offense. And I say, yo, Saad, two girls come out the bathroom, one naked. This, he ain't fit. He said, you know what? I see your point. He didn't say, yo, polite. Back when you and Bennett was supposed to debate, you know, oh, yo, polite, you got to stick to the subject. We did the subject already, brother. We just freestyling. You ain't got to be beefing with me. I didn't ask nothing to you to degrade you or demean you, embarrass you. But every answer you make, you are campaigning for people not to listen to me because I was honest. And then you say, I'm not getting at people if they have imperfections. But you're telling everyone, because I admit to something, yo, he shouldn't talk about nothing pertaining to the subject. Brother, that's sensational. You romanticizing on something and everyone can see it. Back to the point. And like I said, if you got anything else you need to get off about me that you may feel the necessity to include me in every question that's directed to you, just get it off your chest. Because you're saying in one instance, you don't want to debate. But in every instance, you're taking pop shots at me, okay? You're, ins you're, you're insinuating quite a bit, and I'm being quiet. I'm taking heed to it. But be real with your emotions, man. All right, all right. Now, now I'm going to change this up because- No, I want to respond. I want to respond to the idea that right. sexuality- Let me throw this out there. So quick, so let me just respond to that I want to respond, but I'm going to throw this idea out there. Now that being, being that pastor really want this smoke, we're gonna um we're gonna change it up a little bit after he throws after he answers. Yeah, it. I want to finish this. And story. I want to find out was Mary really thirteen? Don't, years hey, old? stop, stop! Don't play me like that. Oh, you don't want to you don't want to deal with the Mary? No, I don't want you. I don't want you to do what you. I, I, I don't want to say nothing because I want polite to be able to say what he wanted to say. Yeah, but, but don't I'll deal with that later. Go ahead. Go but ahead. but you but you know what you called me and said. So don't even do yes. that. Go ahead, Polite. Okay, so what I want to talk about is if homosexuality, lesbianism, and all the other alternative lifestyles are exclusively inbred by media propaganda and indoctrination and the lack of a parent's ability to raise their child right, according to Pastor Bennett. Of course, I articulate it different, but I believe this is where he's at for the most part. So we cannot take food and drugs off the table that would handicap us. And this is why I said we need to study holistic health. We need to study sociology. We need to study psychology, okay? Because when we, um, when we integrate these themes, we'll be able to arrive at a conclusion that the attack against us is multifaceted. It's not coming from one place. It never has the oppressor exclusively come from one place. So though I agree with the things that he has said, you know, the holding of hands might be a little intense, but that's always varying based on the child. Better safe than sorry. So I'm not mad at nothing he was saying in terms of the, the qualifiers for how to realize if something might be wrong. I'm with him with that. What I'm also saying is, in addition to the things that you have identified 
as things that can possibly give our children inclinations towards what we conceive to be the wrong direction. We must consider the food and the drugs and also the spirituality. Now I went through that, so I'm not gonna go through that right now. I'm gonna get into the doctrines, the religions, that's what I'm talking about. But, but what I'm gonna go through right now is what? If we know right now that there are drugs that can change the gender of the child while in the womb. Everybody knows this is a fact, right? So if there are drugs that can change the gender of the child, if you want a boy, you can get a boy. If you want a girl, you can get a girl. If that type of technology exists, what would make you think they can't manipulate grown adults or influence hormonal imbalance in ways that it would precipitate homosexuality or lesbianism. So I put that on the table because I believe everybody does know that you can influence the gender of the child while in the womb. And if that technology exists, we can't say exclusively that we cannot be inclined or manipulated to go in another direction as far as alternative lifestyles are concerned. Here's another thing. We do know that there are drugs that do exist, right? That can give us side effects that compromise the integrity of our hormonal imbalance, meaning some hormones more than others. We know that there are drugs that can have a man yield breasts. Are we suggesting that you can only physically be implicated by feminine things, but not psychologically be implicated as well, as we know that these hormones have corresponding psychological values? We cannot do that. So though I agree in the facet in which you present your conversation, I won't call it an argument. I'm saying we must consider that this beast is way more crafty than just using media propaganda. He's going to use germ warfare. He's going to use every facet of scandal and debauchery and deception to manipulate us because it works to his advantage. So let's consider the drugs. And as I said, I gave you an example of one hormone. I got several. BPA does behave as though it is estrogen. Hormones give instructions. That is the job. If I'm consuming products that have BPA in it, I'm consuming products with higher concentrations of instructions about estrogen in my male body. Okay? Let him answer now. It ain't really nothing for him to answer. I'm just responding to cap off what we talking about because he said his part. I'm just saying the argument is non-cipher. I agree with what he's saying in the capacity in which he's identifying the qualifiers. I'm saying also add other things to the table and let's not be so naive that we would think that there's a linear approach towards the destruction and or effeminization of the black man. It is multifaceted. And if we didn't, identify or conceive that this should be true, we need to take the time out to investigate it. Because if you can manipulate gender in the womb, if you can have side effects that give you physical feminine implications and not think there's corresponding psychological implications, then we're being naive. That's all. Pastor Bennett, is yeah. it all right now for me to ask you about the Mary? You don't no. want to deal with that? No, no, no. Okay, check this out. Check this out. Sir, you already know me. You know I have no, no problem dealing with my Bible. The problem is I feel like every time you see me doing this with someone, you try to go save them. 
So I don't I don't want to talk to polite about what he wanted to talk to Black Jesus minister. I'm trying to say you think I'm trying to save polite from your <laughs> come on. Pastor. You've been having a con look, you got your your title is message. We dealt with this already. That's why we already dealt with it. No, there's plenty of to deal with. Everybody prior to me coming on, it was all up in the chat, all up on the thing of how big of a problem this okay, is in our okay, community. Brother. Go right in. Let me see what you got. I agree. Go ahead. I agree on you. Do you believe it's a big issue in the community, Pastor Bennett? Or <laughs> Police brutality and all that other stuff is more important. I didn't hear you. Um, so this this was a situation. I'm not I'm coming non-combative. Hands up. I got I got my license and registration out, hands on the wheel and the light above my head, Pastor Bennett. I'm not coming at you. I want you to hear them hear me out. Somebody disagreed with me, uh, forgot his name. Uh that is the brother that's in the Israelite community that formerly was kissing men based on God's will. I forgot his name. And I actually like that brother. I think he's cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he used to be an informant of some sort, right? Right, Sock? What's yeah. his name? I don't want to refer Khalil to him. Omani. Huh? Khalil Omani. Khalil Omani. I'd rather call him by his name because call him anything else, it can sound offensive. So Khalil Omani, right? <laughs> All right, so the problem is he said, hey, homosexuality, lesbianism, trans... Gender, transsexuals, being queer is not one of the biggest problems in the community. Uh, he, he said there's a host of other things. I'm paraphrasing. So forgive me if I say anything out of context, brother. I don't subtract from. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, brother Khalil Omani. Uh, but he spoke of, I believe, police brutality. Or Sonetta came on and said, hey, what about police brutality? What about education? What about the single family household? So what I said was, that this very subject matter actually is inclusive of several of those themes, and I can tie them in. But what I'm asking you, brother, Pastor Bennett, is this LGBTQ community concept, not the community itself, but the alternative lifestyle, is it so bad that it is ranked one of the number one problems in the Black community, or should it not deserve that type of ranking? And it's really not as big compared to other issues the Black community is facing. No, this this should be compared at the at the very highest amongst also um, drugs, police brutality against our people, um, drugs in our community, violence in our community, and this homosexuality and feminizing of man in our community, and the defeminization of woman in our community or the the, the painting woman as masculine and all these things. This is a big problem in our community and it needs to be de dealt with across the board and across the spectrum. And we gotta, we have to really be more serious right? And it's not just to me, it's, it's so many things. It's a war on the family. It's a war on manhood. It's a war on womanhood. And it starts from babies. I don't know about all the, the vaccine all of the stuff. I would need to see some sources to understand that and to be able to see that. But as for what we need to teach, right? It is be, you can't turn on the television screen and not. All right, my bad. Hey, Senior Dawson, I'm gonna be disrespectful saying hi. Hello. Oh no, you good? You good? I actually wanted her to tell you hi, but I didn't want to cut your wisdom. Oh, my bad. I didn't want to disrespect her. Yeah, she, she wanted to give me a hug. I didn't want to say, hey, stop talking so she can say hi. No but yeah, love is there, brother. Keep going. I apologize. No, you're fine. You're good. Yeah. So I'm saying if we look, just look at it, it's everywhere you go. 
it's different if it remains at people's choices, right? But it's not just that. It's being taught in our schools. It's being it's being on the television. It's being pressed on you to now where when when you start looking at parents finding it hard to teach, let's forget the homosexuality portion of it. When parents are finding it hard to call you what their seed made you, that's a problem. My seed made my boy a boy. My seed made my girls girls. And I'm not gonna find it hard as a father, no matter what they feel. See, parents gotta be parents. We gotta learn how to love. Watch this, y'all. Non-acceptance doesn't mean non-love. Sometimes love is non-acceptance. So if my daughter came to me at 11 years old and said, dad, I feel like a boy, I'm a lover enough to tell her just because she feels that way doesn't mean she is. There's a lot of times in life you'll feel a way that you're not. And I feel sometimes we've taken too many rights away from the parents. We've taken too many rights. We just tell them we've taken on this mindset of the world that just says accept what everybody wants to do. And I'm saying for to I'm saying to the community that there is a right and there is a wrong. A boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. And we Hey family, I'm gonna um what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut the show off on um Facebook. And um, I want to say to everybody on Facebook, if you do want to continue watching the live stream, you could go to my YouTube channel and um, and be with that right there. All right? Hold on one second, family. Hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, I'm live. Let me, um, I'm going to call right back. All right? Give me a second. I'm going to call right back. All right, so yeah, so so those who are on um, Facebook, I'm gonna um, let me do that. I'm gonna end the show on Facebook. So peace and love to y'all. Y'all could continue watching on the YouTube. The link is at the bottom of the show, <coughs> bottom of the screen. <clears throat> All right, and for those who are on um, what you call it on YouTube. Me continue. Should make them feel confident to be that, but we have to watch them. I'm saying we wait too late, and a lot of times, and then we let the world get to them. My boy, if my boy sees his mama's heels around and gets in them, God, you coming out of them? Facts. We laugh at stuff like that. Facts. We laugh at that. If my if my if if my if my son is playing with dolls and combing their hair because I only got one boy and two girls and they older than them and they seeing this, no, bro, get your Spider Man. Get 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 your get your wrestling toy. Come on, let's wrestle. But but now watch this. I want to make this clear, y'all, because I want to shout out to all the parents that did teach like this. That don't mean your per the person won't turn in to 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 be a homosexual. That doesn't mean they won't make that choice, right? You just because you teach right doesn't mean somebody's gonna make the wrong decision. You got parents that taught against drugs that they and we still went out and sold it, right? But the, but the fact of the matter is you still got to teach it and then you got to learn how to love your children. I don't think Dwayne Wade should stop loving his son. I don't think Dwayne Wade, as a father, he feel he got to do what he got to do. We don't have to stop loving people. Um, we don't have to stop loving our children, but we have to stop accepting in the community. We can't just right. stand for anything. That's, right. That's all I'm saying. We can't stand for it. We got to teach. 
We got to teach our children. We got to be accountable and responsible, but you can't stop nobody's choice. When they get old enough, they're going to make the choice they want. But you got to let, sometimes you got to let them know, I'll never accept your choice, even though I always love you. All right, hey, Pastor and Polite, I'm sorry, man, but we dealt with this topic for too long and um, I'm ready to change the topic all, all in the show right now at this time. How many hours we got in Polite? About two, three? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take yeah, up this one, so. Polite, Polite, I appreciate you lifting the embargo, bro. But hold on. <laughs> hold on um, yo, yo, Pastor Bennett, What's I still up? would like to know before you leave about Mary because we have Black Jesus on the show. And he talked about Mary conceiving a child at the age of 13, brother. Is that true? That's all I'm asking. You, you call me on when we're going to have our own show and ask me that. But as to that, but let me say this to you, Sal. As to that, the Bible doesn't say how old Mary was. The Bible doesn't say how old Joseph was. So you only have scholars' interpretation. There is not a scripture that says how old she or Joseph was. So you have, do, you, do you disagree? I spoke to Jabari. Jabari said, yes, um, he do agree that she was 13. Jabari even said that. I didn't say she wasn't 13. I right. said the Bible does not record her age. Scholars suggest she was young. Scott, and they differ. Some say she was 13. Some, mo most scholarships says between the ages of 13 and 16. And it is clear that most scholarship says Joseph was much older than her. So like why, Joseph do you think, like why do you think every time they show her, they got to show her as a grown woman, you know, springing forth a child with Jesus? Why they got to show a little baby Jesus sitting on her lap as, as though she grown? Why is they doing that? I don't, I don't know, but as to the conversation that y'all have with Black Jesus Minister, I think one of the things that has to be clear, I don't know why they do why they do that sometimes, but I will also say- well, When you come back on, will you have an answer for us? Well, no, I'm gonna tell you right now. There's no reason to be intimidated. There's no reason to be intimidated by that unless you don't accept cultural differences. Because I did hear, hear Black Jesus Minister bring out that that's, that, that wasn't just a Jewish tradition, that was an African tradition. Um, woman, let me say this, young ladies, what we look at as young ladies now, absolutely um, back then, their father, their father in the Jewish tradition and African tradition married them off. The thing that you got to be clear about the passage with Joseph is that when, when, when y'all were looking at, here's where, here's where you would teach Bible. When y'all were looking at the fact that Joseph did not have sex with her until after she had a baby, didn't know her, so you assume that she wasn't married, you have to... All, married to him already, you got to look up the scripture where it said before Joseph had the dream, he was going to privately put her away, which means divorce her. How are you going to divorce somebody you're not married to? Right? But you have to understand, just like an app, it's two portions of it, even in the Jewish um, community. First, you would have to so, pay. So, Pastor, her. is this the same Bible that you're referring to that's talking about putting doodoo in the face? Yeah, and I would have liked, and I would have liked, and when you want to have me on, y'all totally messed that up because it was a metaphor for okay. them being carried out as the doo-doo of the sacrifice of the animal had to be carried out. That's exactly yeah. what it was saying. Hold on, hold on. But stop. when we have our own show, because we know what to do with this, you can ask me all, you can interrogate me all you want, as you have so many times in the past. Wow, you going to come on my interrogation show? No, nah, when have I ever ducked your interrogation? Sa, I done beat you up so many times your interrogation. <laughs> hey, 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 Sa, remember, I was somebody that, like, I wasn't even, 
No, a part I of community. Admit, though, Pastor, you was the best out of everybody. I, I'll agree. I will admit that you was the best out of everybody that came on my interrogation show. And let me say this and real I, quick. I will agree to that. And let me say this real quick. I don't want to say that in an ego tripping type of way because I'm definitely not like the smartest and dude in the world. You still get beat up though. I just want to let you I know. Like you, know what I believe. you was you was hardest. Pause. You was harder than the rest of them. Pause. All right. But yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate. Listen, I appreciate y'all letting me cut in on polite in your show tonight. I wanted to clear the air with polite, but I also wanted to talk about the subject matter because. It's important to me and I see it going on a lot where I live and a lot um, in the church and a lot in the community. I think it's a subject we need to deal more on and find solutions on. I, 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 but I respect everybody, appreciate everybody, appreciate you, Sai. Peace to everybody in the chat. Peace to Brother Polite and the beautiful um, baby that he's hey, holding. Hey, who do you think won that debate before you go? Huh? Who do you think won the debate between Unk and the Amara squad before you leave? Unk and Unk. Uh, no, I think, I think, um, after watching the link you sent me, so I'm gonna be honest, Ankh and them held their own. There was a lot of stuff that they didn't, the, the other people didn't respond to. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I, but, but I do think more should have, more should have supported brother um, Ankh and them because in the building. Well, you know, I got another, um, at least another hour and a half that you didn't get yet. Okay, then I gotta see that. Yeah. But I got to say, it was different than the chopped up version when I see right. more information. Right. I agree. Yep. All right, my brother. Um, Y'all have a good night. Everybody have a good, um, good, peaceful night. Peace out. Hey, polite. She's beautiful, man. Hey, hey how I get off of this, huh? Just exit out. I, I'll get you out. I'll get you That's out cool. for you. Don't worry about it. I'll get rid of you myself. <laughs> Peace. Say bye-bye. All right, hey, polite man, I'm out of here, man. Thank you for coming through. I think that was very important, very powerful. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, let me see. I, I, I don't see you and her on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I see um, I see Arminette on this one. That's what they say. Until yeah, I see Arminette all the way from yeah. the eyes. All this man, word, bro. <laughs> From the forehead going down to the nose, that's Almanette right there. Well, that was hating. She went yeah. and tried to one of her own. Thank you, baby. Yeah, I know you like that with her dribbling all over you. I know yeah. you like that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. She always complained. Yeah. I like it. Wow, it's heavy. Yeah. It looked like she know what she's looking at. She, she, yeah. <laughs> she mad observant, though. <laughs> beautiful, man. That's what's up there. Yeah, she went to plant behind me. She always went to grab something. Yeah, brother. I appreciate it. All right, it. man. So, um, <laughs> hey, tomorrow you're going to be tuned in. I got um, Erica coming in the building. The young sister, Erica. What time? Uh, 7 o'clock. Okay. In the evening. Yeah. I can't wait to bring Ashay back in the building. I don't know. I, I need to get a topic for our shape. Our hey, divine to come back in here. We need that. We need to have that conversation too. Yeah, you know, no doubt. Yo, love and respect for that, brother. Yeah. I'm gonna beat past the, I'm gonna bust past the butt again when he, when we come in here yeah. next time. All right, peace and black power, family. Thank y'all for hanging out, man. Yeah.
Peace, peace. peace. Bye-bye, baby. One more time. Say bye-bye. Look, right here. Boom. Do something. Say something. She don't feel so I won't let her touch that plant. Go ahead. Go back. Watch. She's going to go for that plant. Oh, she looking at the phone. celebrated and practiced within uh, within our identity as the body of Christ. And so if somebody is a Hebrew, they might continue to worship those things. And a good example of that is in Acts 21, where, I mean, you know, backing up, uh, we see, you know, Paul, who's the apostle to the Gentiles, and he's he's taking great pains to communicate to non-Hebrew Nazrawi that they don't have to be circumcised. This is in Acts 15, where they don't have to uh, adhere to the traditions of the Hebrews in order to be part of the covenant people of Nuda. Um, but at the same time, in Acts 21, we see that Paul is actually, uh, at James's request, uh, he actually supports Hebrews in Jerusalem who actually still uh, are Nazrawi. They believe in Yeshua, but they still are Hebrew and they still want to uh, adhere to the temple rituals and, and uh, still take what people think was their Nazarite vow. And so, but you have other Nazrawi, for example, who are indigenous, uh, who still practice sweat lodges and still uh, have totem poles and different different things. And then you have African, uh, you know, Nazrawi who might pour libations in a, in a in a particularly Nazrawi way, in a in a Yeshua centric way. And so, and again, there is room for that. Uh, you know, early, early Nazrawi in China uh, talked about Yeshua as being the one who revealed the four cardinal paths and uh, and the eight noble truths, right, where they understood that to be the the uh, completion of some of their Taoist belief. And so again, the, the Bisrat of Yeshua, uh, it, it, it goes into every culture and it invites people to embrace their ancestry and embrace their culture and continue to worship those things. But it, but it doesn't require that necessarily one culture has to do it exactly the same way as, the, as another culture does in terms of traditions and things. Oh, oh I, I can't hear you, brother, brother Sa. Oh, I think you're on mute, yeah. All right, we got our good brother, Dr. Reggie, in the building. How you doing, brother Reggie? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Are you familiar with our brother, Dr. Bansu? Uh, yes, I watched his uh, uh, dialogue with uh, brother Jabari. Okay. Um, like I said, anybody that come in, um, we ain't debating right now. We just having a nice dialogue and, you know, questions. Do you have any questions for the good doctor? Yes. Uh, Dr. Vince Bantu, uh, peace to you. How are you? Hey, hey, how you doing, Brother Reggie? Okay, I'm fine. So I watched your debate with uh, Brother Jabari, and I have some uh, uh, questions. Um, I, you know, I have studied uh, late antiquity uh, 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 Christianity, uh, and uh, one of my uh, uh, favorites is uh, 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 Dr. Uh, uh, Faraji, Salim Faraji, Faraji, Dr. Salim Faraji. I know you're familiar with him. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So I um, I understand your uh, methodology of uh, how you talked about contextualization. You talked about extractionalism, and you talked about syncretism. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I so I understand your uh, you, the way that you uh, introduced this knowledge. But you you liberally use this word bizrot, and um, you, you're gonna have to uh, source for me the usage of uh, bizrot uh, because you're using the bizrot from Ethiopia, 
but that bizrot that's in Ethiopia, you're gonna have to, uh, I would appreciate if you source for me uh, bizrot in the Coptic experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, that, that's a great question. And, and um, yeah, so just to be clear, uh, bizrot is uh, just the, the ge'ez uh, word uh, for, for gospel. Um, and uh, it's, uh, you know, kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a get as word, a translation for the word gospel uh, in the, you know, in the Greek New Testament, the word euangelion is the God that Jesus and Paul and other people talk about the gospel, the good news, right? The, the, the central message of, of the Erpa or the, you know, of Christianity. And, um, and so, uh, so now Coptic though, as, as I'm sure you know, is a different language altogether, right? It's the, it's the final, historically, the final phase of the Kemetic language, uh, you know, passing from the hieroglyphic, hieratic, demotic, and then later into the Coptic phase of the language. But it's, you know, it's the Egyptian language that, uh, that was very prominent, especially when many Kemetic, uh, you know, people had become Nasrawi or had become Christians. And, uh, and, and of course, you know, that, that would have been a different word in, uh, in Coptic. In fact, in the Coptic language, they most often in, in, in Coptic Nasrawi or Christian text, when they would want to say the word uh, gospel or euangelion, they would actually just borrow the Greek word. And you see this a lot where, uh, you know, in, you see this a lot really kind of in Kemetic history uh, in both traditional uh, traditional Kemetic religion, as well as uh, as well as uh, the Bisrat or Christianity, where you know, kind of post Ptolemaic uh, Kemetic history, you see lots of Hellenistic uh, and Greek influence in different in different temples or in different uh, Nasrawi theological writings, and so that that'd be an example of that where they would you just borrow uh, the, the the Greek word euangelion. So so to your point, the uh, uh, you know, it's likely that in late antiquity, an Egyptian would not know what the word Bisrat means just like they wouldn't know what the word uh bisara meant in, in arabic which is related right but so, so that's why i want to narrow this down because you use bizrat liberally and you know bizrat comes from the word uh bizra and bizra is an aramaic word and that's where and it has to do with the uh the eucharist right and uh so it's a word that's ger um, germinated from uh aramaic but the the, the, the problem is, is that you're using this so liberally when you uh, said yourself that this word did not exist in the in Coptic. And so when we look at Alexandria, where, which has a major uh, point of spreading of Christianity. So you have the uh, early Christian uh, fathers, starting with Mark, inside this area they're not using uh, this term at all, bizrot. They're using uh, something else. And this leads to my other point. I mean, because you, I, I can understand your point of contextualization, but I just think that you, when we look at Coptic Christianity, and let's just kind of be honest, uh, uh, Coptic Christianity uh, warred against uh, the... Uh, uh, how can I say the indigenous populations? First, they called the religion pagan, and then through various um, uh, 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 connections with Rome, uh, as Christianity was spread, it's it spread largely with Rome. If it wasn't for Rome, Christianity would not have uh, spread. Uh, do you disagree or agree? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I would say I would, I would see it a little differently, um, you know, uh, 
I guess maybe a couple a couple of quick points um, yeah. would be that uh, you know, as you mentioned, as you mentioned, uh, you know, and as I and as also, I mean, you know, when you talk about contextualization, that that would be the the word that that the that I would give to kind of what the Shaja teaches in terms of uh, the bisrat and the the way that as it spreads into different cultures, it it both embraces and rejects. This is kind of the uh, a traditional. I think most Nasrawi would agree with me on this that that uh, that in Yesh, as in our identity as the body of Yeshua that. Our cult, our various diverse cultures, uh, that there's ways in which those things, the, as you mentioned, the the pre, the culture that existed before we became Nasrawi, that it is both embraced and it is rejected uh, in different ways. Source for hey, me. Hold up, hold up. Hey, Jack, Reggie, uh, and, and as our, with our faith, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one more question, Reggie. Yes. Before we um, go on. That's fine. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I have a problem with your terms, of course, Bizrat, which I said, which is not indigenous to Alexandria, but more indigenous to the convert kingdoms of uh, Ethiopia with Azana. And, but you, uh, so you kind of conjoin two different people in two different cultures. The other issue is the term Nazarite, Nazarite. That term, uh, can you source for me it in Alexandria, where Christianity is spreading? Who was calling themselves the Nazarite or the Nazara or the or however you who could you give me a source for anyone calling it in that particular area Nazarite? Yeah. As you as you want to, uh, yes. Yeah. So would, did you guys uh, want me to finish answering the question about the the Rome or? Uh, uh, yes, you could do both because I'm, my questions are my questions are almost over given the time of other people. But I, um, you know, I have a just a problem of you know, it's more to me revisionism that you're using terms that the um, early Christianity did not use. And uh, a lot of these terms come from the Ethiopian experience and they were converts. So, but, but yes, you could continue on the point of Rome. My contention is without Rome, Christianity would not have spread uh, uh, without Roman influence. It would not have spread at all in Africa. And so it was a foreign religion, an invasion uh, concept and it warred against the Africans and it wouldn't have been successful without Rome. So I'll stop um, just given the amount of time that I have. And then maybe at some other point, we can have a larger conversation and debate on Sinetta's channel about these uh, terms, but I'll listen. Up the band too. If you want to, I can set that up like whenever you come back from the vacation. So that'd be real great. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, you know, as I was saying earlier, um, with uh you know with the the idea of contextualization um one of the thing you know the the various terms that i'm kind of uh introducing some of them are from ethiopian language and some of them are from the comedic language you know like nuda uh or um or the shaja you know these are either these are comedic terms that that the nasrawi and, and Kemet also uh used in you know to you know, refer to the uh, you mean the pagans uh what's that I mean, so they they called themselves that, and then they called the Africans that was practicing the indigenous culture pagans. Hey, uh, let them finish, Reggie, so I can move on. I appreciate you, though, Doctor Red. I know. All right. Yeah. So, so, um, 
but yeah, so in terms of like, uh, you know, sources, uh, I mean, if you, you know, if you read the, the writings of Shenouda, uh, for Egypt, I give, I give two, two groups, uh, the Kemetic in terms of source of when you, you know, when you read the writings of Shenouda of a tree, uh, or, uh, the, uh, you know, another one be another good one might be Benjamin of Alexandria, who was the, the patriarch of Kemet, uh, the Kemetic church. And, um, in those in those sources, you will see the terms Nuda being used in reference to God, or the the terms uh, Shaja being used in, in with reference to the right the holy writing, the, the what's called the Bible in the Western world. Uh, that these are these are ancient terms for uh, scripture or for the church as well as the Urpa. Again, this is a a Kemetic term that again uh, actually was originally used to refer to the traditional uh, faith of Kemet. Uh, you know the the temples in which they were uh, the, the various Kemetic gods were worshipped. And, uh, and then as far as uh, Axum or Ethiopia is concerned, uh, the, the term Bistrad for gospel or uh, the term Hymenote, for example, for theology or faith, uh, these are all terms that you'll find in, uh, in Axumite inscriptions, as well as in uh, writings from original sources like the Caber Nagas or Georgius of Sagla or uh, Zara Yacob. Uh, I, I mentioned Wallat the Pretos earlier. These are all uh, pre-colonial authors, uh, Ethiopian authors that had these various words, uh, you know, to refer to theology or, or, or God or the Bible. And so those are, those are some sources, uh, that, that just answer that question quickly. And then on the other question of, um, of, you know, you know, would it have entered with, uh, without the, the invention of Rome, I, I would add, uh, I would add two things real quick on that, just in terms of like kind of my thoughts on that, which is a great question. Um, you know, the first, the first one being, uh, that, the, that the Bisrat, uh, that the, the Urpa uh, of Yeshua originally grew, um, you know, it was, it, it, it originated in, in uh, Palestine, right? And uh, see you, we want to see who we talking to. We don't need no ghosts. We don't want to be talking to a name. Let's see who you are. Yeah, where you at, brother? Garfield? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Peace and love. Peace and love. Come on, cut on your camera, brother. You want me to cut on my camera? Hold on. Of course. We don't want to be talking to the name. We need to see who we're talking to. Oh, okay. There I'm you go. I'm, I'm actually in my car driving, so. Okay. Uh, let me let me bring on brother Garfield. Garfield, this is Dr. Bantu. Um, hey. You got to show me how to just bring in the callers without the video. But get ahead. I don't think... Hey, peace and love to Dr. Vince Band too. It's an honor to to talk to somebody who actually knows what they're actually talking about for a change. Yeah, brother. You know, but Dr. Band too, how are you, my brother? Hey, good to see you, brother Garfield. All right, peace and love. All right, so my thing is, how are we connected? Say, I want to agree with what you're saying. How are we connected as people who descend from West and Central Africa? How are we descended from these bisrats? If we're Western Central Africans and we're not genetically connected to the people who practiced it originally. So in other words, we are from Western Central Africa as descendants of um, enslaved people from Africa. So how are we connected to that part of Africa if we already are Western Central Africans? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, yeah, and, and I would say that, um, I, I would say, I would preface by saying that, uh, well, for example, I identify as a Nazrawi. I identify as a follower of Yeshua. Uh, you know, I believe in 
nostalgia as the inspired group. And, um, and, and, uh, but at the same time, I don't particularly uh, feel the need to join one particular denomination. And that includes the Ethiopian or the Coptic Orthodox churches. Uh, I think that there's a lot of great things to glean from them. Um, but I, I don't, I don't share the, I don't share the history, especially of their uh, of their ancestors and their predecessors, uh, from a desire or from a from a message to say, oh, let's let's convert and join their church. I certainly don't discourage that or don't speak against it, but I I just don't feel the need to do that uh, per se. But I, I identify again as a Nazrawi, and I I hold that to be uh, a a body of believers who are from different cultures, different denominations, and different particular groups. Uh, you know, first and foremost. But 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 second of all, to the great question. Um, and, and so in kind of in line with that, uh, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't try to argue that, um, that, you know, people who are of African descent are, you know, all directly, you know, kind of come from these different areas. Because as we know, that migration on the African continent was uh, diverse and variegated and, uh, and, you know, in different places and happened in different ways at different times. Uh, having said that, I would say that, uh, that it is interesting to note that when we when we rewind the clock two thousand years uh, back into you know the first second third centuries, uh, most of the civilizations that that have left material evidence and literary evidence for us to uh, for us to look at and to glean so, to understand a little bit more of the history, uh, mainly were North Africa and the Nile Valley civilizations of Kemet, Kush, and Aksum. And I think it's interesting to note that. Uh, all of these ancient civilizations that have left material evidence for us to get a good glimpse at what society and religion and, and culture was like, all of them were predominantly Nasrawi uh, and all, you know, before, either before Rome was a so-called Christian place and uh, or also even in spite of the fact of Roman intervention, as we talked about earlier. And, all right, uh, Dr. Bantu, I'm going to ask you that to try to keep it a little short because you ain't got that much time. Oh, and okay. I'm gonna make sure I get these last three right here. Um, okay. Call up from the three four seven number, Jeremiah. Hey, peace, 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 peace. All right, hold on there, hold on there, hold on there. Let me turn this loop back off. All right, and let me set the, the sharing off. Let me mute my mic. Mo, you're on. Yes, Garfield. Let me turn it, turn it on to you. Hold on. Yes, I'm on Garfield. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'm here. I'm just trying to go outside in the public eye. So I got it. Get Moby the the head, the H, whatever they say. All right. I think Unk wanted the link, but um, yeah, I'm outside. How are Sam? How are Sam? Sounds All right. Good? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Um, I'm waiting for Unk to jump on too, cause I wanted to talk about. I don't know if Brother Reggie, you could put the um the link in the chat. Let Brother Reggie come on. And, all right, I want to say to everybody that's watching, teamwork is essential whenever, um, hold on there. 
Oh, we're all the way down there. Tell your mama. Yeah, teamwork is essential whenever you're dealing with debates. And um, I'm not throwing any shade on anybody, but I want to make it clear to everybody. If we go and debate Dr. Vince Bantu right now, he's not going to mention Bizrat anymore. Because what Brother Reggie did was he cleaned that up. He cleaned that up. So if we were at a debate and he brought up that bitch rat, we would have shoved it right back to him down his throat saying, hey, get out of here with that. What we try to do as a people is, and it's a psychology to it. Whenever someone comes with a new term, what we do is we believe this new term to be 100% facts. We don't know what it means. We don't know who it is. But we say, hey, this is facts. And what we continue to do is hear new information without studying and saying, hey, this is facts. Come over here. So what Brother Reggie did, and people, people need to understand this. Brother Reggie is one of my main master teachers in this community for the past four years, willingly and unwillingly. And what happened is if we had a team family and we go on to debate these Christians, it puts us at an advantage having Brother Reggie, having a Brother Ankh, having a Sari Motep, having a Brother Garfield, having a son Jetty, having a Dr. Mayat. It's hard to be the team when you're going up against a team. All right, come on, come over here. Let's go. We're going over here. Yeah. So what I want to say to everybody's watching, when you get a chance, rewind that tape. Because... Sarnetta is a smart guy. Sarnetta texted me last night and he said, you want to ask a question? I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to, because Garfield is, is the, the leader or the CEO of the Dagger Squad, right? Business-wise and debate-wise. And what happened is, ladies and gentlemen, when Garfield steps into the picture, it's a whole nother ball game. It's not an issue if I'm debating or not. Whether I'm asking a simple question, it's going to be a dagger. So now, when Garfield, the reason why I asked the question I asked is because I was listening to Reggie. I continued on what Reggie was doing. So now, when my brother, I wish Robon had come behind me now. Because what I was expecting, when I heard Robon come on, what I was expecting him to say is, because this would have just ended the whole Christian conversation. Because if it's not bloodline, Garfield, Reggie comes and clean up the whole bis rat thing. So we understand, okay, you like the name, it sounds cute, and it sounds foreign to African-American Christians. So bis rat sounds cute. Hey, we following bis rat. All it means is the gospel. That's it. No big deal. Same, same white man religion. But the thing is, <laughs> but the thing now, <laughs> the thing now, my, bro my brother, my brother, um, the thing, uh oh, we're right here. We're ready for the gifts. You ready? Wherever you going, we going. Where you going? Tell us where you going. <laughs> yeah. So, so brother Ong, when when brother Reggie broke down the bistrat and got him to admit <laughs> that the bistrat is just a name he pretty much likes, then it puts us in a whole nother perspective. And the perspective is this. This is the perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Garfield came right behind his teacher, Reggie. And what did Garfield do? Garfield said to him, Garfield said to him, 
if 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 um if we are from Western Central Africa, which he's shaking his head and agreeing, if we're Western Central Africans, how are we connected to this? And he pretty much said, "Hey, he's just a believer. It's just faith." So, ladies and gentlemen, now if I was if now when Robon came in, if Robon had come now, let me tell you how we, how we the finish Bantu now. If Robon had come and say, "Okay, so what's wrong with practicing African spirituality then?" It would have killed his entire. He would have never come back and saw another. That would have been the end of him, because these Christians they don't know that people out here we go beyond. The, 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 the Egyptomania and all of that stuff. We actually do research. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Unc? And it's not a knock because I actually like Dr. Bantu. I actually like him. But he was he was willing to admit, bro, Truth. that the, the Bisrak is... Uh, nah, man, don't worry about it. It's just a word. <laughs> it's just a word. But the truth is, if anybody... My phone got cut off, so I couldn't get to, 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 to follow up with my question last night. No, nah, you ain't Hold need on. to follow up, yo. I'm glad your damn phone went out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Let me give you my perspective on what I've seen. How you doing, Brother Reggie? How you doing, Sister Mo? Sister Mo! <laughs> the boss. Let me give you my perspective what y'all did. First of, all, first of all, we're not even going to be able to get another conversation with the Christians no more. They was already not wanting to have it with us. So now... Between you and Reggie, y'all killed him. It's over with. They're not gonna. They're not gonna sit down with us no more. I just want to let y'all know y'all messed all that up. Second, mm -hmm. first, second point. Reggie came in, and I don't appreciate that Sarnetta. Whenever the conversation is not yelling and screaming or hype or he don't understand it, he starts to phase out of the conversation. Uh, he didn't allow Reggie to continue the conversation. It was a great scholarly conversation. Uh, Brother Reggie, uh, like you said, made, pointed out the fact that, wait, wait a minute, the word Bizra, right, is simply an Ethiopian word. He made the guy admit that. He made him admit that it's an Ethiopian word, and it's a word I like to apply. So where, where have we heard this before? In our community, people use words and place them on stuff all the time. So now we realize... Hey, pardon, pardon, pardon me, pardon me, bro. He, he said it was an Aramaic word. That's what Reggie said. It was an Aramaic word, and in Ethiopian, he's using it like it's a it's a native Ethiopian word, but it wasn't. Well, it was pretty much a word. Bantu, Bantu, right? So it's pretty much a word. Bantu said it was an Ethiopian from Ethiopia, though. Oh, okay, 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 okay. My bad. Reggie said it was an Aramaic word. Bantu, right? And so, okay, so I'm feeling this conversation. We don't hear conversations like this on Sunday. Sunday starts to rush. Reggie, I'm like, I'm not understanding. This is one of those moments where you gotta let the two scholars go. You gotta let them go. Okay, so now I'm thinking, and watch this. Here's the deception of what Bantune has been doing. He's been mentioning, mentioning this word and then the same sentence talking about an, 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 an ancient Christianity. So we think that the Bishra has something to do with ancient Christianity. When the reality is Reggie, pulled the cover off that. No, it has nothing to do with ancient Christianity and all to do with you liking a particular word. Bantune then also talked about, uh, like the uh, like, like when they was in Egypt, we talked about people in Egypt and, and people in Persia. And so now Reggie chased them all the way to Persia now. Why are you talking about Persia? So now I understand where Bantune is now based off what Reggie did. Reggie made him start to mention other Christianities. He's trying to pick up Christianity as if 
You can add your own swing to it. So he's trying to set the trap for African people, right? And I know what he's doing because I got him. He's setting the trap to make them think that you can be African all the way and practice this ancient form of Christianity because the ancient form of Christianity allowed you to still have your custom and your tradition. That's the game he tried to play. Reggie pulled the skirt off of all of that. So Bantum, you don't want to talk about uh, the wars that the Africans fought, the resistance to that? You don't want to talk about this, you want to talk about that? Okay, Reggie gets, so, so Reggie got him on life support in the ambulance at this point. The medics came, picked him up. They, 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 they take him off the street. They put him in the ambulance. Gar, Garfield is the guy driving the ambulance. Garfield goes in the back of the ambulance and pulls Bantu off of life support. And now Bantu is finished. He asked him a genetic question. He ran him to the point when he had no choice but to say, hey man, it's just a belief of mine. Well, ain't that what we've been saying from day one? You and Garfield ain't right for that. Shot that man up and took that life support system off of that man. Y'all ain't right. So here's the point, right, that we all need to know at the end of the day. The Persian Christianity, the early Christianity that he's claiming he's talking about, all of them lost out at 325. So the only Christianity that Bantoon and the boys are practicing is the 325 Christianity. They're not practicing the ancient form of the Christianity because the ancient form of the Christianity was just a Jewish sect, right? Paul came in and usurped that ancient Christianity where you had to practice all the Hebrew custom and traditions and you believed in the Messiah. Not the savior, you believed in the Messiah. You can see this, and I think, what is it, Garfield, in the book of Matthews, when he said, we found the Messiah, and then they put the quotations being interpreted as a Christ. Who in the hell asked him to interpret anything? So the ancient form of Christianity is really a Jewish sect, plain and simple. No, no different, no nothing. So what Bantun is talking about, anything in China, all that, rejected. Anything in Persia, all that, rejected. Right, the Christianity that our brothers and sisters practice today is the Christianity that won out at 325 at the Nicene Council. It's point blank. There's no debating that. There's no everybody got to cut that out. So you know, y'all pulled the cover off the whole situation. Now we'll never get a chance to have that conversation with the Christians. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, they're gonna put uh, the Floyd Mayweather on steroids in there. Right, because that's the easy one. They don't wanna, you know, everybody wants to bootlick and dance and nobody really wants to step all the way up. Nobody wants to step up. The only people who was crazy enough to step up, right, is those Europeans. Cause they didn't know who we was. I, I, I was surmised they would've ran, they, they wouldn't have did it neither if they really knew who we was. So, you know, shout out to Reggie and shout out to Garfield because man, y'all need to go back. He played that clip, we run the clip again. The only Christianity we, that we got, right, is that 325, because that's why they held it, right? And he made a lot of fundamental errors in, in, in what he was talking about. They wasn't running around killing Christians like that. They did kill some Christians, that's good, but it wasn't a man, it wasn't never mandated. It wasn't never that. It wasn't never, let's go kill the Christians like that. 
So that's a, that's a force. That didn't happen like that. We hear it in conscious circles, but that's not what it is. So, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, but, but, um, but um, remember this, though. It, it, what, what's the argument here is that, remember, anybody who did not worship the, the gods of the Roman Empire, right, or, 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 or celebrate the holidays was, was basically um, persecuted. But listen to this, though. The like people it. that wouldn't follow it was primarily Jewish people right. because they followed the Old Testament. Right. So they didn't believe in images. You see, so, so, so when I see the brother um, Jabari, this is not a knock. Let me just preface this. Come out and talk about these images in Rome. It can't be the real Christianity he's talking about because they, those people didn't believe in having images. They followed the Old Testament. They followed the holidays. They right. followed all of that. So this new Johnny come lately Christianity that, that, that the people, that Portuguese brought, you see, that's the direction I wanted to go in, um, um, Brother Ong, because that just kills the whole thing about we are descendants of these people. It's just like the Hebrew Israelites. You got to cut that bloodline off and they'll say, here what? You're just basically following the faith. You're a convert. Yeah, just come out and say that. They say, hey, I'm a convert. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just come out and be proud of it. That's all. Let me mute my mic. Let Reggie, um, Brother Reggie come in. Yeah, that's Bantu. I respect Bantu for just telling the truth, yo. You can't knock a man for telling the truth, yo. I appreciate that. Well, I'm very, I'm very, very uh, I'm proud because I'm seeing uh, us come together as uh, scholars and not competing against each other and working with each other on uh, two major uh, debates, the vaccine debate uh, and the... Uh, this current conversation with uh, Dr. Vince Bantu. Um, so teamwork is, um, is, is helping us out a lot. Um, all of us as individual scholars, uh, we have uh, specialties, uh, we have uh, particular viewpoints, but when we can share and mix our viewpoints uh, to make our work stronger, it's, it's very important. So I'm definitely proud of Anka Kekena. And uh, what Garfield did was an incredible piece of, um, of, of thinking. So yes, I was able to uh, research and understand what Biz, that Bizra is an Aramaic word and it stems with this uh, ritual, the Eucharist, where and I'm going to talk about that in a few seconds. But the Eucharist, of course, is, you know, this uh, this Last Supper type of thing. And hold, it on, becomes... hold, on a second. hold on a second, Brother Reggie. I don't mean to cut you off, Elder. Now, with the Eucharist, you're adding a whole spin to this now. Because remember, you're adding, the Eucharist actually is a Persian thing. That's Correct. what the Eucharist is. So, you know, if you're, and, and of course, Aramaic was the lingua franca from, like the 6th century BC, 5th century BC in the Levant region. So that would tell us that if the Eucharist comes from these Persians, these Indo-European speakers who didn't look like me and you, hmm, and we say it's a white man's religion. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, carry on, brother. Carry oh, on, teacher. that's a Persian thing, y'all? That's Persian? It's, yeah, it's, uh, well, it comes from, of course, um, the Aramaic uh, Targums. Hmm. Our Targums are what, when in the Bible, when they say in the scriptures, every time they're talking about the scriptures uh, and people say, well, what scriptures? Hmm. The scriptures are the Aramaic Targums. 
So these are things left. These are the, this is the syncretism, uh, syncretism uh, scriptures of syncretized uh, religion. I'm going to read to you um, where, where the word Bishra uh, uh, is in Aramaic. I mean Aramaic, and the word was made flesh and placed his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father full of grace and truth. Within that, uh, within those words that I said, that um, is, and the word was made flesh. That, that, in that sentence is the word Bishra. So the word is being made flesh in this. Uh, and so this becomes what uh, he is calling Bishra in Ethiopia. The, but let me get back to what Garfield did, and I'll come back to this. So what Garfield did different um, than me was to uncover that Bizra is, well, I was telling the people that Bizra is, is, you, is, is not all over the place. It's, it's a very, very narrow word, and no one's really, really using it. So I asked him to source its usage, right? source where it's been used. So he went to Ethiopia, right? And when he went to Ethiopia, that's when Garfield smiled because then Garfield says, wait, wait, how do we, how do we here get that Christianity if that Christianity, that, that Bishra that you're talking about is stuck in Ethiopia? So he did something that Diop talks about. We have to have a multidisciplined uh uh, analysis. So um, um, Brother Garfield went for the genetic relationship, which was an incredible piece of work that says that, well, whatever you believe that we think we practice or we have, it, you can't tie it because you can only tie it with Unk. What Unk said was at um, the 325. You can, so the fact of the matter is, that they are all practicing what Ark said, the 325 uh, uh, white Christianity. And this Bishra thing is stuck in Ethiopia. And then I, I would love, I would love, love, love to take apart Ethiopian Christianity. Ethiopian Christianity did the same thing white Christianity did. Ethiopian Christianity went to war with the indigenous population from Azana all the way down to the middle uh, uh, ages, um, of course, having some problems with Islam, but totally tried to stop out the Cushitic African religion in Ethiopia. And they went to war with the, I'm gonna call them the Semitic. And when I mean Semitic, I don't mean really Jewish. I mean the Canaan, the Canaan connection or the Solomon connection of that Canaanite, of that Western, what do you call Ugaritic uh, civilization that they say is Jewish, right? So, um, so Ethiopia under Azana went to war. So they spread Christianity in Ethiopia by bloodshed. So where are the tenets of Christ in Ethiopia? Where did the Bizrat, what? Where did the Bizrat 
um, uh, where do we see this bizrot, this gospel? Well, no, the, the fact of the matter is after the first century, uh, whatever the, the good tenets of Christ or what they call Christ, and I'm going to get to that with, on my next term, it died. It was just another sect and it died. It died just like the, um, the, the Gnostics. All of those sects died and what emerged was what Ark said was a 325 takeover. I'll stop. But you see, this is a different type of conversation than, um, unfortunately, Dr. Vince Bantu and Brother Jabari. That was a theological conversation. Uh, we're not doing theological conversations. We're doing straight history and facts. And this is where this is where we went. But I like Dr. Vince Bantu. I mean, I like him because he's honest. I just think that he's a good young scholar who has a very, very high degree, but nobody thinks that we are, uh, that we have covered this piece. So I'll stop right now. Thank you for your time. Yeah, Reggie, that's, um, it is what it is. We're not, we're not dealing with beliefs and he, and he said it, he brought it out. And, and, and I mean, that's the honesty and the level of honesty that I'm really looking for. But he wasn't, he, he wasn't gonna say it though. He wasn't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> T.R. pushed him into that ambulance. He ain't had no choice but to say that. But that was just a small snippet of a conversation. And I'm pretty sure uh, Bantu has more fire, but I think y'all kind of cut him off at the actual foundation of it. Uh, I think you kill the foundation as is. Uh, we know that in Ethiopia, they practice the, the, the orthodox form of Christianity, right? Um, Maybe we could get some pictures up here something today, since we ain't got much to do. We could get some pictures up here of, uh, let's deal with uh, Russia. Let's deal with the first church father in Ethiopia. That's Fomentius, right? He was a Syrian Greek trader. We could talk about that. Fomentius and Adidas. And so you, you, you look at Russia, right? They practice Orthodox Christianity. Look at Ethiopia. They practice Orthodox Christianity. The question is, what was the indigenous people thinking about? We know that King Azana did it for trade. We know that, that was he, he had accepted that belief as opposed to dealing with his own custom and traditions. So, you know, money talking bullshit walk at the end of the day. I mean, I, that had to be a, a key reason why he abandoned his traditions. So don't act like uh, 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 that God came to King Azana. That's not the truth. It had a lot to do with trade, trade relations, and a lot to do with uh, 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 dealing with the Christians in commerce, that is trade, right? So maybe I could get some pictures up here, right? That'll kind of um, kind of show you what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Reggie, while I find these pictures. Okay, so um, you're absolutely right by moving us to Athanasius. Now, Athanasius, uh, okay. So Athanasius and the, uh, there are these heretical branches of Christianity. And the Ethiopians uh, from uh, get this from their church father, uh, Fermentus, who is practicing uh, one of these heretical, as, as they call it, right? Because see, Christians disown their own. Or and first of all, let's just deal with this. Let's just deal with this. First of all, they're not Christians. There's no, there's like, there's no such thing as Africa at this time. There's no such thing as Christianity at this time. Wait, wait, they're not calling it Christianity. 
Christianity comes later, right? At the time period here, they are calling this uh, religion uh, a Greek word uh, and a uh, another word derived from the Essenes. So it is the Jessians. They are the Jessians, right? Which is another word for the Essenes. They are not Christians. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? So all of this, all of this, uh, a lot of this research that we're getting on, a lot of the things that we're reading has been uh, revised. There are no Christians at this time period. There are people believing in a particular sect, which is the Jessians, right? So we get to this period of Ethiopia with uh, Fermentus, who is given the Ethiopia a limited amount of uh, text. And, and with this, uh, Dr. Vince Bantu is going to bore or, um, this, uh, this Bizra. He's going to create this Bizra there. However, um, yes, yes, and it's a, Bizra is an Ethiopian word. Yes, yes, it's, it's, but it's derived from another place which he leaves out, and that is problematic, right? Because then you get to where Ankh is saying that they are actually practicing some pseudo-Orthodox form that was formulated just for Ethiopia. Because the books of uh, the translations of Tagiz didn't happen in Ethiopia. It happened most likely in Alexandria uh, with... Uh, the with the these so-called uh church fathers in one of these monasteries i'll stop and i'll come back all right so let's go right to the uh uh let's go right to the pictures here um we can see the complete similarities in the whole thing what they doing here um we don't even have to russian church all right um, let me see here. How can I get this big, big right here? I get this right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. All right, so uh, let me share my screen, y'all. Share the screen. This is a basic picture right here. Uh, Y'all see the picture right here, right? Correct? Yes. Oh, here you go, right here. You see the flag in the back, right? You see the Russians? See the Ethiopian? Look at the picture in the back. They basically dress the same, yo. Yes. They dress the same. So why? Why are they dressed the same? What? Why? Because it's not a... It's not a of course, they had their own cultural flavor to it, and that's what everybody do. But for the most, most, for the most part, they're actually following the script. Yeah, I mean, it is it is. You can see it in their dress. So all this Ethiopian churches and all that. Come on, man! It's the Ethiopian uh, Orthodox Church. I mean, it's no. I mean, I don't know what the. It's it's crystal clear. It's just crystal clear. Uh, what who Fermentus is 
because they say where he is and what form of uh, the uh, of the book or uh, the sect that they brought to Ethiopia. Uh, it's 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 crystal clear. Yeah, then now he visits uh, uh, the head of Ethiopian church visits Russia. Then you go right there. Uh, look, priests and scholars gather to celebrate. Princeton's Ethiopian, that's Ethiopian Bible. I know y'all don't want me to pull out the, the Ethiopian Bible. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up in a minute, man. Here you go, man. So there you go. The, that's the Ethiopian. That's probably the different scholars, right? They're not all Ethiopians. Here you go. It is, there is no different. Oh, they, they give homage to the white church fathers. And so that's another thing that Vince Bantu does. He tries to say that Anathasius was the comedic Christian. No, first of all, again, there is no Kemet at this time. Kemet is, Kemet is done. Kemet has been done since the takeover of the, uh, yes. of the Persians, right? Uh, the Assyrians and the Persians, uh, the Greeks and the Romans, there is no Kemet at this time. It is only what you call uh, Egypt. Right. So when he's talking about Anathasius as a comedic uh, Christian, no, that's absolutely wrong because Kemet is gone. The people are under the foot of the of, of formerly of the Ptolemies at this time and then the Romans. So Anathasius is uh, a member of a sect living in Egypt, late antiquity Egypt. He is not comedic. And um, we, you know, I, we, we're going to have to go back and challenge, uh, you know, we have this ongoing conversation about uh, the misuse of comedic. This is a big misuse of comedic, right? Because uh, people, well, anyway, let me just stick on topic. You see that? Yeah. It's another yeah. Ethiopian church. See? Uh, I say this page is meant to source the information for those interested in the history of the Ethiopian Orthodox, which is, uh, uh, was the Tweedo Church. Yes, that's what you've been looking at. That's correct. Now look at this. Here you go. That's Ethiopian writing on it. There's Ethiopian down in the corners. And look who they glorifying. Here you go. Y'all see this? Is that glorification of African people? We see the Ethiopians down at the bottom. But look right there. Okay? You go. So the question to me is, why is Ethiopian church, why, 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 why are they depicting this like this? What's the joke? Uh, because in Dr. Vince Bantu's mm -hmm. thinking, these are still the Nazarite, right? Be an icon of the Holy Trinity. Here you go. Is that black African people? No, it's not. Haile Selassie. The fifth pontiff of Ethiopian Orthodox Tweedio Church. Why do they use that word Tweedio? Do you know? That's their. Uh, that's that's their. That I mean, that's their language, and that might be a grouping of uh, of people at a particular time, which uh, which I'm going to get into one day on the Ethiopian uh, the Ethiopian wars, but uh, it could be. Uh, 
you know how the how the language uh, evolves, um, how it's named, uh, Amharic uh, from the, uh, a particular group of people. But you are you are right because this is what the Ethiopians believe. So no matter what, the Ethiopians believe in white church fathers. Yes. That's their and, and you can't separate that. You can't separate that. Right. It is what it is. I mean, it ain't no big deal to be honest with you, but I mean, don't don't act like they they rocking. They rocking black real slick. <laughs> no, they're a convert. Yeah, they're converts. And they weren't the first Christian nation. The reason why they weren't the first Christian nation is because they never, uh, there was many wars in Ethiopia. So there were many people fighting in Ethiopia uh, after Izena. The first uh, Christian nation is in Armenia, where all this other stuff comes from, right? So there's a lie and a misnomer that, that Christianity was accepted in Ethiopia. It was not. Right. There's no one. There's it was it was only accepted by the end of a damn sword. Right. So there's no. And so that was the other part that Ankh brought out about what I was saying is that uh, Dr. Vince Bantu forgets about all of the wars that were fought and 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 uh, um, as people rejected uh, the Christianity uh, in the different in the different names that he was calling it. So he calls it the Urpa, and we know what the Urpa is. Um, you know, uh, we could talk about that later, but we know what the Urpa is, and, and then he calls it the Bizrat. So he calls it different names in different places, but they, but the fortunate, unfortunate thing is they don't call, they don't, they don't do what Dr. Vince Bantu, Dr. Vince Bantu, look, he's a, I, I like the brother. Because he's calm, he's he's honest when you push him, right? Yeah. yeah. But basically, Doc, um, Dr. Vince Bantu is a modern day church father. He's yeah. a new church father. He's pushing a new uh, paradigm, and and of, of course, spooked out Christians will take it without studying. But that's what he's doing. He's pushing a word bishrod that has no. Uh, really connection to all things Christianity. It's really a, a word stuck in Ethiopia while all this other stuff is going on. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I have a lot to talk about. And so unfortunately, when I talk, um, it has a lot of uh, information in it because I'm trying to connect a whole bunch of things at the same time. So I apologize for that. Um, is, is Garfield still on the show? Yeah, hold on. I'm still showing pictures, goddamn it. Pictures worth a thousand words, right? I'm, I'm here, Reggie. I'm here. If you need I got me. something for you. So here's Ethiopian, the earliest Christian um, illuminated Bible. All right? So we want to start looking at the oldest Christian. Let me see. <laughs> All right. Well, how we want to do this? How y'all really want to do this? Do y'all really want to do this? Let's really do this. Ladies and gentlemen, here is big up to the Ethiopian church. A picture is worth a thousand words. Let the picture speak for you. Since our people need slides, we need them slides. All right, here you go. Now, this is interesting. All right. Um, this, is, this is a great site right here. The name of the site right here is 
Uh, here y'all go. Uh, Ethiopian Early Christian Illuminated Bible. So, so this is the earliest known illustrated Bibles right here. Right? Here you go. It's authentic. Now, now let's scroll through some of the pictures here. Share your screen, bro. It's not showing. Hey, hey can you see it? It should be it's showing. It ain't showing. Somebody I see it. That. Hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. I sure. see it. You mean all that time, yo, ain't nobody been able to no, see no, it? No, 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 no. Stuff you were showing before was showing. How about now? Yeah, you good now. All right. Oh, we just rolled down. Beautiful Ethiopian sisters. Hey, hold on, hold on a second. Let me say something to my brother, Tranquil. We know you're part of the Urban Apologist crew. Don't feel the need to come in here and defend Bantu in a hostile environment because a lot of people not like me, they're not mellow, so they'll probably cuss you out. So what I'll say to you is this. Get the link. Don't, defend, don't Yeah, get the link and come in and defend the best way you can. We let you speak. It's not a problem. All right? And another thing is you guys treat Bantu like he's this great, 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 great scholar. Let me tell you something. Jabari didn't... Jabari... Bantu did not win the debate. Jabari lost the debate. Let me just make that clear. And I hope you guys understand when I said that. I was not impressed with Dr. Vince Bantu at all. And people know me for years. You can criticize whatever I say, but you know if me and Dr. Bantu get in that ring, it's a different ball game. It's a total different ball game. Total different ball game than Jabari. Because you guys don't want to debate people who deal with the scholarship on Christianity, you want to debate Egyptomaniacs. And that's just the truth. That's that's just the truth. That's That was the purpose. If you listen to Chris Prasad in the private conversations, in the written ones, it, it, that's what they really want to get at. They want to get at like a, a, a young pharaoh, a, a, um, a Shaka Amos, talking about how the New Testament equals this in, in the pyramid text, and they got it from here. They want to debate somebody like that, not somebody that will look at the scholarship. Not somebody that will look at Docetism, Simonianism, the, all the so-called heretics. And by the way, why do we call these groups heretics? Why? Why don't we call Christianity the heretic group? Why do we call it? Because we are following what's called orthodoxy. Who created orthodoxy? Who controlled the church in Gaul? Was it, was it, was it black folks like me and you, Brother Tranquil? Or was it white folks? Who helped to shape the narrative? Who helped to put it together? This is, this is, there's an overall thing. When I said earlier, Eucharist comes from the Persians, if you don't want to accept it, research it. This is common knowledge in Christianity scholarship. I don't, I don't think they even argue that. The Eucharist, we ain't talking about the, um, they eating the, they eating the, um, for the blood of Jesus and all of that stuff. We ain't talking about, um, the Eucharist and the Persian elements to it, isn't that an influence, a direct influence by white folks on Christianity? Unless you say the Persians was Africans. If you want to use that argument, the calendar you guys follow right now, isn't that from the Babylonians? Where the Babylonians, black folks? Come on, man. Let's stop playing these games, man. Come in the chat and, and let's let's talk about this. Let's we invite you into the chat. If you feel that you have the scholarship, if you're a fan, then you won't come on the chat. Meaning if you're a fan of Dr. Vince Bantu, but if you've done some research, 
you come on this um, this platform with your research. But if you're a fan, you just keep talking in the chat. But if you have some sources, you're a researcher, you'll come, you're, 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 you're come onto the platform. We invite you. I mean, we're, we're civil. Yeah, we're, we're very, civil. very civil. Huh? Now, I'm not yelling no more. Here you go, rugs and paintings over the stone walls inside the church. Only priests are allowed behind the curtains. Priests carry the blessings cross throughout the services. So yeah, obviously you got white people didn't even come behind the walls because here go the pictures right here, y'all. This is the Ethiopian church right here. They don't have a problem with these. A picture's worth a thousand words, y'all. See, they don't have a problem with these pictures right here. I do. I'm not gonna show my babies this. I'm not bowing down to the white Jesus. That's crazy to me. That is so utterly ridiculous. This is real. I mean, but it's what they do, it's their culture, and it is what it is. So one of the oldest Bibles, illustrated Bibles, got literally pictures of, of black people surrounding white people. It's right here, yo. I mean, what you, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> like they obviously thought that Jesus was white. It's a little better picture right here. Let's see what this picture is. Pain of a small gospel book covered wood. Oh, that, that's a famous, uh, that's a famous picture. Um, usually it's, uh, yes, it's St. George. So here, St. George is, um, is something that they lifted from ancient Kemet where St. George is slaying a pep mm -hmm. uh, in the, in the, one of the, uh, the, Hours in the night in the uh, in in one of the uh, books, the Paradigm Haru or the uh, 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 I'm Do It, and so there they're synchronizing Christianity and they're synchronizing Christianity in ancient Egypt, but it's not the same thing. It's it's just synchronization. So that was a uh, that was a famous piece right there of him slaying the Apep with the sword. Well, here go well, Jesus. Jesus ain't black right here. Here you go, y'all. Jesus on a cross. There you go. Yeah, this is what this, I mean, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm not going to knock them. That's what it is. But I just want to show you what Bantoon and them is not showing you. What I can't say what they're not showing you or not. But I'm saying for me and my babies, what I want to show them, I'm not going to play that game with them. Okay, Ethiopian Orthodox Christians believe that, hear that keyword, believe that the Queen of Sheba lived in Aksum and traveled uh, to Jerusalem to visit the King Solomon. So that's disrespect of African womanhood right there. That's disrespect of African queendom. Okay, that's disrespect because no African queen is going to travel all the way and marry a goat herder. Solomon then was goat herders. Why would a queen, right? of the known world at that time, travel to marry a go herder. What's the joke in that? Wait a minute, am I yelling? I'm not yelling. <laughs> I don't wanna yell. I don't wanna yell anymore. So there y'all have it, man. It's not even close. So th this is nothing hidden. I'm not saying band tuning them hidden. And I, uh, I, I personally respect the work the band tune put in. Uh, we all have our different opinions on him. But, you know, we supposed to have that group debate. I remember that. 
The Europeans have stepped up to the group debate. And so we clearly showed that you can have a group debate. Now, it's a few things we might tweak in that group debate. You know what I'm saying? Um, look, very interesting how Europeans, right, can get together with the families and have a group debate. But when it comes to outside getting together for a group debate, all of a sudden it gets derailed. And we know, we know the malicious act that occurred. Need I say any more? We know. Now y'all all try to paint the picture like, oh, oh, woe is me. Unc, you know, picking on me. Yeah, I know, man. You know, I respect character more. I respect the character. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Unc, hold on, hold on one second. Mo, are you still there? Mo there. Yeah, Mo, why you gave yes. me back the host? You shouldn't have given yeah. me back the host. Yeah, huh? You gave me back the host. She's trying to leave, man. They probably did that when I, that phone call came through my phone. You can put it back. No, 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 I can't because I'm outside. Because there's somebody that raised your hand that want to come in. He want to challenge our positions. Oh, but I can't, okay, I can't bring him in. This guy named I OH. I, I think I can't. Let's see. What's his name? Yeah, I'll mute your mic, bro. What's yeah, there on? you go. It's there you go. There you go. Who's this? This is a favorite caller, man. You like to hang up on. Oh, man. 312. I'm in Ohio. That's why I say OH. Go ahead, brother. I want to challenge your position on Bisrat. You were saying um, that it had no connection to Christianity. Well, who said that? Hold on a second, brother. Hold on one second. Let let Ong finish what he's saying, and then you could come in and challenge the position on Bisrat. Cool. All right. Daddy. No, yes, I'll, I'll defer. I'll defer to him and let Reggie beat him up. <laughs> Get my popcorn. Okay, what's your position, good brother? Uh, no, I was, if, if I was clear, were you saying that, because uh, I, I, I think Brother Bantu was using his term and you were saying he shouldn't use it because it has no ancient connection to Christianity. Is that right? I didn't say he cannot use it. I, um, I showed him the context. I talked about the context in which he could use it. Do you have a source for Bizrat? Uh, well, you have mentioned that. Uh, no, wait, do you have a source or well, Bisrat, yes, Bis Bisrat. The co the concept of Bisrat traces back to Jerusalem. That's where it comes from. Okay, wait. First of all, okay. So if it traces back to Jerusalem, mm -hmm. so does it does it trace back to Jerusalem as Bisrat or Bisra? It traces back to Jerusalem as Bisra. Okay. Do you have a source for that? Uh, yeah. This this it it turns from the ancient name for Jerusalem itself. Could you, and, from, could you, and from could, the and, and from the ASEAN people that actually uh, lived in the in the areas of Jerusalem and Mount Carmel. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I didn't see your source. I heard you talk, but I, I accept I accept what you say. Okay. So how does how does Bizra how does Bizra uh, how does Bizra get to Ethiopia? Uh, Bizra gets to Ethiopia through through migration after the fall of Jerusalem. Give me a source. I don't understand. What do you mean by migration? 
once after the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, namely, and then the wars that came shortly after that, once the people migrated and began to transfer into the area of Africa and the cultures began to translate over, that's when the concept of Bisrock came about. Okay. 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 Hold on a second. Wait, get him. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Get him, Garfield. Go, go I can't. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, So, go ahead, so, go ahead. so, so I, I would say this. So, so, so this is, so this is this, uh, this becomes problematic because then now you left out Fermentuous. Fermentuous. You left him out. So you just simply say migration. But you know it what is. He said what, Reggie? Huh? He said what? It came, Bisrock gets to Ethiopia. From uh, Jerusalem and stuff through migration. No, but oh, no, he's saying just are we talking about? Huh? Say what? Yeah, I'm not talking about Christianity. Oh, okay. You, you're talking about Bisra. I'm talking about the the idea of Bisra, what it means, the good news, why it's called Bisra. But you are talking about you are talking about Christianity. Not as a whole, though. We're talking about two different forms of Christianity here. Wait, wait, but no, okay, so you, so now you're going to two different forms, but it is still a form of Christianity. Yes, but it's not, you can't generalize it as a whole. Oh, I'm not generalizing it. Okay. I'm, so I'm specifically not generalizing. I wanted to know, so, so the Essenes get to mm -hmm. Ethiopia through migration. The, yes. Prove that. Whoa, 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 hold on, brother. So, so you said the word Bishra, what's the word again, brother? Bishra. You said that's an ancient word for Jerusalem? The word Bisrock comes from the ancient name for the city of Jerusalem and for the family that used to own the city of Jerusalem. So wait a the minute. City, oh, my fault. I cut you off. I apologize. Go ahead, bro. The, the city of Jerusalem was called Yah Bis Saba. And the family that used to own Jerusalem was called the Bis family. This is what the this, this is the family the Essenes were loyal to. No. Hold on, Reggie. Time okay, period. Well, time period. Time, what do you mean? This is the time of Christ. I, well, if you're talking about no, Yabi Saba, this is the time, time period that Jerusalem was called Yabi Saba was just prior to it being conquered by David and re renamed to Jerusalem. Quick question. Are you familiar with the ancient word Salam? Yes. That's the name of Jerusalem, Salam, city of peace. Before it was Jerusalem or Salam, it was called Yabi Saba. That's why it was ruled by the people called the Yabisites or the Jebusites. How old is the name Jerusalem? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, we talk about whoa, 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 slow this joint down. Right? Slow down. Come on, let's stay on chronology right now, brother. So you okay. mix and match and let's slow it down. Okay. You're saying that the city was owned during Christ's time by this by this family, am I correct? No, that's not, yeah, uh, yes. yes. In the time of Christ, the uh -huh. city of Jerusalem was still uh -huh. under the, the pretty much the ownership of one family. Okay, so that's not the ancient name of the city then. Because the ancient name of the city is Salam, you can find it in the Bible, where where Michel's that is, is is the king of Salam. He's the king. Okay, of but this you're not hearing what I'm saying though, bro. Okay. When when they say the Mel when they say Melchizedek is the king of Salem, they're not giving you. They're not saying that the name of the city he ruled was Salam. They're telling what? you that that area that Melchizedek ruled over, the name was changed to Yerushalayim by David. Before David took the city, the city was ruled by a group of people that the Bible calls the Jebusites, who were called the Yabisites. The name of their city was Yabisaba. Time, time period, please, sir. This is just before, David took the city you around. Made, you made the, you hold made on, Garfield, hold time. on, Garfield. Come on, we got him in it's, the news. He, that's your go-to, I made it up. You always say I made it up. Hold on, brother. This time period, say brothers, I made it up. Brother, relax. Time period. Come on. Keep the clock for the listening audience. So we had a thousand period. now, correct? 
okay, according to according to our history, okay, of, of this David, land, of this David, specific land, what time, bro? The time period where it would have been the name would have been changed would have been when the Jebusites lost the city. You're talking about David now, you say King doing you mentioned doing would have been around. Time. What's the oh, time? The thousand nine hundred beasts were around there. That's okay, when the so, city was taken. So, okay, so who who owned the city before then? Do you know? The beast family. Before a thousand. So the beast family in twelve hundred BC owned before the city. Hold on. So the beast family before the before. BC, okay. This, uh, listen, no. What, what about twelve hundred BC? I'm listening. What about twelve hundred BC? 1200 BC, but did Jerusalem has always been under the control historically of Saba? Okay, okay. Everybody stop. Garfield, you go in, you finish talking to him. Let me pull up my source and get him out of here. Y'all heard him very clear, Reggie. Okay, so Garfield, yeah, I'll, heard him you, say, you, hold on. Okay, can you, so let me, let me, while you're doing that, let me. Finish. No, no, no. Hey, Reggie, don't, don't listen. Y'all heard him say, just for clarification, brother. He said the city was always under this they family. They didn't hear me. No, okay. they didn't hear me. You cut me off before I could finish my statement. Okay. Go ahead, finish your statement, brother. Okay, what I'm telling you, I, I, I prefaced it. I said, according to this history, this city we're talking about, Yabi Saba, has always historically been under the control of the, the people who later became known as the Sabian or Saba people. So when you hear this term, Yabis Saba, the, to the end of the term Saba is to know who's ruling the city or has or has the power to allocate the city at that time. This is why the Israelites were never owners of the, the area itself. They were simply colonizers of the area under the kingdom of Saba. Okay, listen, good no, brother. What does that mean though, man? You kind of slippery. You oh, were asking, 1200 me, you were asking BC, me who owned the city. Still under the yoke of the family, correct? 100%. All right, I just want, hey Reggie, I just wanted to get that on record. Okay, no, um, so, so good brother, good brother. Yes. You give me, give me a text. Okay, so what you're doing is you're taking a word and you're applying no, it not. to the That's city. That's not what I'm doing. You're taking a word. Okay, Bizra. We are talking about Bizra. We have, we were talking wait, wait, about Bizra. Wait, wait, we are, now we, me and you are talking about Bizra. Yes. Bizra is not the name of a city. Prove it. Prove that it did not come from the name of a city, and it means the good news. You said it yourself that it came from the Gessian people or the Essian people who were chiefly surrounding the city of Yabi Saba, later named Jerusalem. Yeshua himself was an Essian, and you say it's not connected to the ancient form of Christianity. Prove that it did not come from the name of that city. Okay, I'm going. And the, to... and the people who use the term Bisrod are they not called the Habesha people, namely the Amharic people? Okay, you asked me. You asked me to. You asked me to prove. Can you see my screen? Yeah, I can definitely see your screen. Okay, so here are the tagrams, and um, the tangrams, um, the targums, and we have this text that deals with the Eucharist, right? Mm -hmm. And in this in in this context, this has to do with the word has been mean flesh. So this is where you see the word bizra, and this becomes. Uh, what they later called the good news. And what this is, what this is, um, my good brother, 
which I wanted to talk to uh, Garfield about. I don't know if I want to talk to him on screen or off right, or on screen or not. But all of this has to do with uh, rights of brotherships, of secret societies. And this is a secret society ritual. And this is where the concept of Bizra comes from, this particular uh, ritual, right? And so my source is there, Christ Languages, Spiritual Insight, right? So um, uh, Christ is speaking Greek and he's speaking uh, uh, Aramaic. And these mm -hmm. are the things that we could, now this is, this is directed to a particular ritual, not, not a place, a ritual. So now you have to show, mm -hmm. now stop, now show me your source. The sources, what does this No, no, mean? show me your source. I'm, I'm showing you my source. I didn't cut you off while you were going through your little spill, so don't do that to me. It wasn't a little spill, show okay, me your what, source. What, what, is the, what does the term Bisra mean? No, show me it on paper. It's, I'm at, okay, you show me a source and I'm questioning before I show you my source. Can I, can I question your source or is your source just automatically taken? Because this is something you just read from somewhere. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on one second. Can we, can, we do, can we do this so that it don't, because what happened is, Don, when you don't hear what you want, you always get into an attitude, right? And then what happened is you end up getting kicked out and then you say, we don't want to hear the truth. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you in a very calm voice, can you just don't worry about what Reggie just said? What we're concerned about, brother, is that the reason why I say that you're making it up is because what happened is you're going to have to show within archaeology that people call the town this name during the time before David's time period, right? That's one thing you got to prove. The secondly, you're going to have to prove that Jesus himself was an Essene. Yeah, because do because because the that. teacher of hold on because in the in the in the in the Dead Sea Scrolls we know the teacher of righteousness is an Essene we know that unless you're saying that person is the Jesus of the Bible all right mm -hmm. thirdly you're gonna have to provide evidence a hundred percent that the place was called Yahebusa or whatever you're trying to say that the Jebusites that's the name now now because 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 the reason why I bring up the Jebusites issue which is not none non-sequent or non is just totally irrelevant is because the Jebusites, we're not even sure outside the biblical text who the Jebusites were per se. We're just going by what the biblical text says. And that was written way after 500 BC. So we don't know. It could be a character in a story that was made up. So all I'm saying to you is you're going to have to point out those three things for us to take whatever you're saying serious. If not, okay. I'll keep saying that you made it up. Okay, but the and, floor is yours. okay let, me, now, let me speak. Okay, and this is what I'm going to say. First of all, when I'm speaking, don't assume that you know the position that I'm com coming from as far as Christianity or any of, the, any of these things. So I'm going to give you my sources and I'm going to answer your question. It's a lot to ask for me just calling on the phone. I don't have any, anything prepared. That's that's oh, more man. of a debate type of thing. I'm going to give you what I have, though, off the top of my head because I do know the history. As far as what my belief in who Jesus mm -hmm. is, because I think that's the most important question to tackle first. I completely, and there is 100% just as much as you have a tradition that this man came from nowhere and the rich man. Are you hearing me? We're listening. Oh, okay. Just as you have a tradition of, of this man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who, who, who namely appeared out of, 
who namely appeared out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, and began to teach and preach at the age of 30, from 12 to 30, you have you no know, idea where you came from. Right nobody mm-hmm. needs a source for yeah, that. He shows up and nobody gives a shit and just starts preaching and doing miracles. There is, a, there is a parallel source to the one to which I subscribe, where mm-hmm. this man that we are talking about is indeed the teacher of righteousness of the Essian people. And mm-hmm. that he not only is he the teacher of righteousness of the Essian people, that he himself is of the beast family mm-hmm. of a city called Adiabene, that is, that is north it, uh, near the Euphrates River, and that this man is not the person purported to be in the scriptures. That is what I'm trying to say. He, and this family is on record. Their name is on record. Their teaching is on record. I, I, I understand your need for me to come and prove that Christ was in a sin. I could totally do that. But you're asking me to do that on the phone. I'm at work, bro. Like, I don't have the access. Well, why call in if you're at work? Because Stay I at work. Because, the answer, because I do have answers for you. What I'm trying no, to tell you is- But on this show, on this particular show, I, I asked for right a source. Wait, I've been asking you, I'm can you please you. show me your source? Okay, what I'm trying to tell you is, before you can even understand my source, you have to understand yeah, the position I'm no, coming from. No, all I need to do is see the source so I can do research. Oh, Give me the source, I don't believe you. At least tell us. So let me add this. What do you, the, okay, um, Garfield on, asked me a brother, string of questions. He asked brother, me three different brother, questions, brother, correct? Brother. I asked you before Garfield came on. I asked you. And then Garfield stopped. Wait, no, stop. No, it was always questions. We got no, his show. don't have the source. The don't run. The source. I'm, I'm saying the source. that Bizra is a particular word that has to deal with a ritual. You no, say that Bizra, it, it, you say another word, word indicates what you're saying. You nothing say, about that term indicates what you're saying. What about the word Bizra indicates a ritual? It's called good news. No, it's yeah. not. Uh, we're speaking English. There's no, it's talking about when the word was made flesh. That's the good news. Where'd you get that from? Nah, man, he ain't got to keep showing you so. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Right. I'll do no, it. I, well, it's, it's okay. Hold on. Garfield asked me questions. You hey, brother, hold on for a minute. Remember I said I wanted to find my source for a minute? Now I have my Okay, seat. now you go find a source and read it, but I can't I can't even finish a statement. No, Y'all okay, can speak heard, whatever brother, you feel you like. You, don't have it. you cut me off. I didn't say you said I didn't have it. You said you don't got it because you was at work. Didn't you not say that? No, I said no, I said I'm giving you what I have, but you're asking okay, me ahead. to give you all of these details brother, when I'm at work. Brother, go ahead, man. Okay, all I'm telling you is ask to the person of Jesus to answer Garfield's question on who this man is because he is central to understanding how this transferred to the people through the G's language, through the Gessian or the Essian people. He was the leader of the Essian people of the north of Mount Carmel. This is recorded. He did. He was not some. Uh, he was not the person purported by the Jewish people in the sense that he was a savior that appeared out of no, nowhere with no history. We is actually have the history of this man's family, who he came from, is what his position was, and is what his Bible? name is outside of the scriptures. The scriptures were written largely to conceal the identity of this family okay, because they were being attacked. I don't want to hear that. I'm a Christian. I don't want to hear that. Let me put my. Look, if you're wrong, if you're a Christian, it doesn't want to hear that because you don't know who Christ is. Okay, brother, freeze. Come on, yo. It's my turn now. So you you spoke of this family that always have ruled Jerusalem. Did y'all not hear him say that, uh, brother Reggie Golf? Yes, I did. Can y'all see my screen? Reggie, can you see my screen? No, not yet. I'm having some. uh, uh... Garfield, can you see my screen? I can't see it. This is some error going on. 
Anybody in the chat room? No, it's clear. When, when Egyptian pharaohs ruled Bronze Age Jerusalem. Yes, so I can know. see. Uh, we can see it. So let me read this. Peter Van Devine investigates Egyptian presence before the time of David. So now I asked him about King David. He was like, no, it's his family that, that, that's, that's before King David. So now let me introduce in the archaeological record, right? It say in bar. So this is a uh, um, magazine I'm using biblical archaeology. So y'all gonna look this up, right? It says features Israel archaeologist uh, Gabriel Barkley investigates evidence of the Egyptian temple in Jerusalem. So we got Egyptian temples in Jerusalem. Ask him something if I'm there. Hold on, hey Garfield, you gotta mute your mic. Garfield, mute. Okay, my bad. Once again, it says Jabil, Gabriel, Gabriel uh, uh, Barkay investigates evidence of an Egyptian temple in Jerusalem. Uh, it said exposing the Egyptianizing of Bronze Age Jerusalem. There you go. So Bronze Age Jerusalem was Egyptianized by Egyptian pharaohs. It's saying the March because of April 2013 issue. Peter Van, Peter Devine presents evidence of an Egyptian presence in the Bronze Age Jerusalem before David made the city the Israelite capital. I'm gonna say this again, before David made the Israelite capital, you know what I'm saying? Israelite cap made it, Israelite capital. So I don't know what family you talking about. Either that family would have had to be the Egyptians, right? Or, or you just, I have no idea what you are talking about. The family. Here's a statue right here, all right? That's one of the statues they found the name. And you can actually click on the article and it'll give you all the different statues that they found, uh, the post. Time Hezekiah. I'm not even Hark talking about Hezekiah yet, bro. That's something different. Hello? That's something different. I ain't even talking about Hezekiah. I'm talking about right here. <laughs> all right? What's different? You say what? Well, it, it links in because we're talking about Egyptian family. Can you hear me now? No, go ahead. No, I'm saying the reason why I bring up Hezekiah and Taharka is because we're talking about the same Egyptian family. When Taharka took over the kingdom and, and, and helped Hezekiah in the war, this is the point where that family rejoined the Jerusalem, uh, whatever the... Uh, can I, 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 there, an excavation has already Tom been done. Period, brother, okay. brother, hold on. Can I give you my? Can I give you something? Wait a scientific? minute. Wait, wait, wait. Just give me your time period so people don't get confused. The time you went Hezekiah. from you went from the, the Bronze Age. Hold on. You went from the Bronze Age, which is twelve hundred to thousand BCE. My fault. Fifteen fifty to twelve hundred BCE. Let me double check. All the way check. to Hezekiah, which is about. Uh, uh, seven, uh, seven. Well, I can go back there. I can go back further if you need. I was just giving you a point in history where these families reunited and the net where that name was reinstated in, the, in that city. So, so you do said you the accept my exist. source right here at this time, though, brother? You jumping all around the place now? Yes or no? I accept it as what you're reading, yeah. Oh, so you don't accept the statues and all that? Go, go ahead, Garfield. Okay. I, I accept that there was a temple built. If you're saying that there was an Egyptian temple built in that area before David and those guys took the area, I, I won't deny that as long as you can, as long as that's been proven, but that does not prove that Egypt ruled that land. It is. They got Egypt. It, okay, go ahead, Because Garfield. you've been I'm influenced, done. because your culture's been influenced. Come on, bro. Go ahead, Garfield. Come on. 
Tell Wait, me. No, hey, 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 for for the record though, if if you read the Armana letters alone, thirteen hundred BC to fourteen hundred, and if you read um study um what Thutmose the Third did and all that stuff, it's obvious that the entire region, what we call Israel, if you want to call it um the Canaan region, was mm -hmm. controlled by Egypt. So at one Ooh. point, Egypt ruled that area because they have letters of them saying. They're, they're reporting to the people in Egypt, Amenhotep III, and, and so forth. They're writing letters back and forth asking for help because of these marauders or these Aperus coming in to try to fight them. So there's obvious the that, right, so it's, it's obvious that um, the era was controlled by Kemet. It was called Retenu. That's the, that's, that's the word that you need to look up and see the, what was controlled in that region. So and that region has always been controlled by people. Yeah, they call it Redetan. The edits, the land of new. <clears throat> there you go with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, with your, um, with your, with your, um, with your, um, etymology. No, I thought that's yeah. what you said. Did you say Eretz? No, I never said I anything about, said. no, I never farm. said, so, I never said anything about Eretz. And by the way, this is the problem I have with you and Asiatic black man. You call with your mind already made up. You don't want to hear anything contrary to what you're saying. So what it leads to, it leads to like an ego thing where you have to defend your stance when all you have to do is just come on and say, hey, I have some concerns about this. So there's not an argument. So what happened is you get defensive and then ego start to step in. So it turns into an argument. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe I'm not. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold, on, hold on a second. It's not about your personality. It is it's about, my personality. It's, it's not your personality because you've come on here and you've never been right. Bro, I keep the same energy. Right. I, you've never proven well, me wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't you've never proven me wrong. See, all Reggie asks you for is that you've is never proven me wrong. That's the point. I've Don't never, make you know what? You know what? You know what? You know you've what? never I've proven never, me wrong. I've never proven you wrong, my brother. You're exactly, so clear, brother. You're so correct. Can never, I? I can listen. Exactly. Can I? Can I? Can I? Never. Hold on a second. Now, let me prove. Now, let me prove something that you just said wrong. That's why I interrupted. Let me get in. Yes. You said Taharka helped Hezekiah, right? You Whoever said Taharka it was at the time. I'm at work. No, 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 no. You said Taharka helped Hezekiah. I'm saying that I'm media. saying that the Bible writers made that up. Taharka never helped Hezekiah. Ever. Okay. okay. And I want you to prove, prove it. it right now. So you can see I can't prove you're wrong. Prove it. Wait, prove it. Okay. All I want to okay. do is hold okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. When Sennacherib was in power, how old was Taharka at the time? Bro, just prove that he didn't. Have no, no, no. we're gonna we're gonna I'm prove it right birthdays. now. Prove that he because, didn't. Because because he wasn't he wasn't able to because it was two other kings that was helping them. It was Shabaka and Shabitku, his uncles. Oh, you don't know what help is. He man. wasn't. He wasn't. He was. You know how old Taharka was at the time when they what? invaded Hezekiah? He was mm -hmm. between four and six years old. Mm, okay. And you know how I know his age? Because mm -hmm. at the time, we have the primary sources of the Kemetic so was it, writing. So was there any oh, ruling in his thing? You're going to keep quiet when I'm talking. Bro, I'm not because your child. I have to respect you. No, I respect you. You're going to respect me. talk to me, me like you respect I never interrupt me. you. I'm not no, I'm not talking. No, I'm telling you, is that you're going to shut up? Or no, you're not, not going to shut up. up. You're not going to shut up? All right, well, no, get out of here then. You don't need to be on the line. No, I'm not going to shut up. You don't need to be on the line. Everybody freeze for a minute. You just said, hold on, hold on. You just said, hold on. No, he's turning it into something else. No, he's turning it into something else. No, 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 no
no, no, he's, I'm proving to it. He said, I'm proving you proved him wrong yet. So let me hurry up and do it. If you go on, if you go on, you nobody wrong. If you don't fall for the trick, Garfield. All right, all right. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do, family. And listen, the brother has no relevance unless he's on this show. Yeah, that's right. So nobody's listening to you if you're not on our show. So, hold on, Reggie. Hey, Reggie, and Garfield, everybody be quiet. Listen, listen, everybody relax. Brother Garfield was simply, hold on, he was simply trying to tell you that you're talking while he's talking. You you repeatedly told me to be quiet, so I was quiet. We we have to respect the conversation so that the listening audience get right. I don't want to have to cuss your ass out, bro. And I know you don't care, but the people are tired of seeing brother unk like that. I'm not trying to yell. That's why we need to move in progression. So right now y'all at the stage of Hezekiah, right? You acting like I didn't just present a source showing you that 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 area was Egyptianized to during the Bronze Age. You got the statues, you got everything. So at that point, the family you talking about wasn't there, right? Or they was Egyptianized, okay? Then God, then y'all moved to the next thing. So that first claim we talking about, we're gonna move forward. You have no answer for that. We know that. So the audience now knows that. Now we have nah, Hezekiah. Hold on. Now we add Hezekiah now, right? No matter what you say, now we're gonna deal with that. We're gonna slow this down. We're not gonna do the conversation where we start diving all over the place. We don't wanna do that. Uh, uh, we're just gonna do it with y'all controlling. Uh, uh, Hold on, uh, Reggie, relax. No, I just want a short source. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Reggie. You can show your source. We trying to calm this whole thing down. So we can't beat each other up trying to beat them up. That's ridiculous. So y'all two need to calm down. Brother, we're not trying to disrespect nobody. We already got you. Bro, you don't have to try to disrespect nobody. You either do it or you don't do it. If you do it, you chose to freaking do it. We grown men. You got you to have an extensive vocabulary. You do not have to talk to me like I'm a child. Okay, brother, calm. But you acting like a child when you ask me to stop cutting you off, and I do. And then you start cutting golf. Only a child would do that. Think about that, brother. If you want me to stop cutting you off, and you asked me, and I did, and then you turn around and do the same thing that you wanted me to stop doing. Children do that. So let's Boy, relax, I'm bro. I get what you're saying. But Garfield is saying, just shut up then. Come on, dude. You tell a grown man to shut up, bro. Don't ask him not to respond the no, same, that's bro. Not I'm the growing point. still. That's not the he point. Talked to, he talked to his children that way, but go ahead, I'm listening, bro. I'm not, it's all good, I'm listening. Y'all know when y'all y'all know when y'all disrespecting people, bro. Uh, y'all ain't I'm not bro. disrespecting Nobody anybody. Trying to, trying to disrespect you, dude. Uh, can I talk for a few seconds? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don, if you feel it disrespectful, bro, you're free to get off the show, bro. Yeah, there we go. Get you won. You won. You won, bro. You won. Nah, you won. It's all good. It's the nature of what you do. Bro, bro, it's okay, bro. Bro, it's okay. You won, bro. You I'm want. listening. Right, go here, bro. No, 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 no. It's okay, bro. I don't want you on the show no more, bro. I'm not gonna kick you off. Yeah. Well, can I, can he finish his statement? Because we were. We uh, were no, 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 no. Can no, I show? No, can I go over no, my slide? No, can no, I go over my hold slide? On, hold on, Reggie. Hold on, Reggie. We need to settle this right now, Don. I don't want you on the show, bro. You win all the time. We can't handle your scholarship. You too good. For us, bro. <laughs> I got you. No problem. Uh, bro. Thank, you, thank you, bro. Thanks. Thanks for taking out the time, bro. Peace and love, bro. Appreciate you. Y'all really, really. When it was getting good, really. No, can I show my slide? For what he going there, Reggie? Don't matter. No, hey, for no, the no, people. Go ahead, go, ahead go ahead and show it, man. Go ahead and show your slide, bro. Okay. So, um, 
the issue was he says that my uh, work is questionable, though he never shows any sources whatsoever. So I say that the Bizra is connected to the good news. And he says, I showed him something in Aramaic and it's questionable. Okay, so I give you the source to the people. Good news, according to Mark, by Edward Schweizer. Here um, on this particular page, uh, uh, talking about the Markian, uh, the Markian tradition, they are going to go and say that Bizra is flesh or guf body. It's a Aramaic word, right? And all of this has to do with, um, and they're talking in general about a ritual ritual dealing with the flesh or body, right? And all of this has to do with the observation that they all drank from it is probably aimed against any tendency towards ascetism or frugality, which would eliminate the wine from the celebration of the Lord's Supper, right? So basically, all of this is tied, um, uh, I don't have the rest of the source on the email, but all of this is tied into a ritual. Now, what the brother uh, was trying to do was he was trying to tie it to the land and instead of tying Bizra into what it actually is, which is an Aramaic word. Now, this is what we, this is what the Amira squad and the Dagger squad is used to. People taking you to somewhere else and not dealing with the particular issue. I'm dealing with the word Bizra. He's trying to make it a whole place without a source. Then I give a source, clearly the good news according to Mark, and my sources are questionable, but he has no source. So I'll leave that, the good news according to Mark. So I'll leave, and he talks about the Last Supper. This whole thing is about the Last Supper, the Eucharist and all that. So I will stop, and that's uh, how you kill a pseudo. <laughs> man, I'd rather had the dude on here, man. He nobody <coughs> had him. We had him, yo. He would never listen. Go ahead, Garfield. I know, man. We, I know, man. I'm saying when we got when we got that work and that homework, and we got the thermonuclear weapons out, and we got the air force and the marines and all that surrounded me, man. I don't never want a person to get off, yo. I'm gonna give him a, you know what I mean. But if he doesn't give you a source, Unc, then if you ask him for a source and he doesn't give you a source, right. then, then shut up on that point. It's called source of a shut up. Right. And he doesn't. And then he wants to continue. And then he wants to make it like uh, when Garfield is trying to explain his point and he's cutting him off, but he never had a source. If you don't have a source, you don't have a right to speak. Yeah, you don't. Not now, circle, you don't. Right. And so, but but still, his teachings, his thinking makes it true, and we don't believe him. Only you don't have to believe Brother Reggie. Believe yeah. Brother Reggie's source, the good news, according to Mark. Yeah, we don't believe you. We never do believe none of that shit. We we want to see the source up and shut up. Yeah, but 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 I, I'm saying he made that claim about some family. Yeah, and then I and then I put in what I see, what I had, and then you put in what you had. He never sourced up at all. You don't have a right to speak. No, you don't have a right to speak. 
Nope. Not on that claim. You got to move on. Or at least he's supposed to have that claim on the top of his head. You feel me? Yeah, but to say that the Bizra has nothing to do with the Eucharist and has nothing to do um, with this ritual is is uh, that that you need a source to confirm or not. And what he did is take it all over to another place and start talking about the uh, scenes, right? And there's something I want to show Garfield, but I may have to talk to Garfield off, offline um, because it's something else that Vince Bantu is doing and it's important. But the fact of the matter is that all of this has to do with secret societies, sex, and brotherships and, and ways of thinking. And, and, um, and people, people only see it as a faith. It's not a faith. Um, like for example, when you say the Sarah, the Sarah is, a, is the highest form of education. It's not just the son of God or the son of Ra. The Sarah is an institution, right? Where certain groups of people get that particular title, right? And so all of this mystery system stuff follows into the other civilizations where they try to spook it out and mystery system it out, right? And you have to look at the rites and the rituals to understand what is, what is going on. Otherwise, you're completely uh, dumb. So Garfield, um, after this show, call me and I have to give you something. I don't, I don't want to give it on air because we may have to use it. Um, okay, Uncle, I'll finish. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm just saying, yo, when, 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 you know, we, when we got him, we got him. You're like, come on, man. But he's not even worth it. He's not even on the stage debating. It's, we have these conversations with Dr. Vince Bantu. We don't have to have a conversation. I mean, we can have a conversation with the brother, but if you don't have not one source, we need not have a conversation. He's not the target. He's just somebody who's got a particular vantage point with no sources. He can't come back on the show unless he disproves that Bizra, right, is not connected to the flesh, is not connected to this right, and Bizra means what he says it means. He can't come back on the show. Mm -mm -mm. Right. Let me show you this picture from the Ethiopian Institute Institute of Ethiopian Studies, man. Let me do this, man. Show you this picture, man. You see the screen? Um, Y'all see the screen? Damn. Yes. Um yeah, that's the Institute of Ethiopian Studies. Adidas. There you go. Adidas and Abba. There you go. It says Peter and Paul. It say in this 15th century icon from Ethiopia, St. Peter's, holding the key to the kingdom of heaven. There you that's two white boys right there, man. All right. You, we got all kinds of sources right here. If y'all want to play this whole game, we can play the whole game. We can do this forever. Man, this is my specialty. Y'all want to play? Paul, Jewish law, early Christianity. That's my source for that right there. We just keep going and going and going and going and going at another end. You'll never get by. You'll never get past it. So we had a couple key issues here. I think we took care of that. 
Oh, getting the call from Professor James Smalls. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that right now. <laughs> yeah, my enemies are trying to use it against me. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> the professor about to spank you. No, he not. Put you over his lap, give you that old school spanking. No, no, he can't give me no old school spanking. I'm in a debate of my life. You get up there and say, they killed the Africans with the vaccine. Come on, man. Nope. Nope. I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> hey, Reggie, what did the professor say? What did he say when you... <laughs> I told him, though, I did free warn him, didn't I? <laughs> What I say? What I say, Reggie? I ain't I ain't get him behind his back. Oh, uh, the which professor? Which Smalls. one? Smalls. Huh? Professor Smalls. Oh, uh, uh, nah. You know, Professor Small got love for you. He, no, he, man, you're not even listening, man. Yeah. When you was in the when you was in the museum with Professor Smalls, what message did I tell you to tell him? Uh, that you're going to see him about that vaccine comment that he made. I said, I'm right. going to get him. I said, I'm right. going to get him. And what did he say? Um, I, I'm not going to tell the audience what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell the audience uh, what, what, what he said. But uh, uh, Brother Small, Brother Small, love you, Ankh. I know uh, that's my man all the way. You just, uh, how can I say, uh, sometimes you have to... Uh, when it comes to uh, scientific information, sometimes you have to do it a little bit slow, right? And there's what he wants, uh, you know, what he feels in his particular culture and his particular life, right? The way he understands it. And then it's the actual true science. And then that meshes. And that happens all the time. That, that, that happens all the time. So with vaccines and stuff like that, he made a choice in his life and but that choice has nothing to do with uh, science. It's nothing to do with science. Um, I'm just saying, yo, when when, I, when I'm in a debate of my life, yo, I don't need my elder, my trusted elder, to go against me on that. Just don't say nothing about that. That's what I'm talking about. That's my whole point. And then when you do come with some information, you come with some bullshit information. They ain't gave no vaccines and killed all the Africans. That ain't never happened. Well, come on, uh, you I'm not, and you, know you what, and not on my watch. I don't care. I'm just, I don't, look, look. I can't do it. I'm not me. I understand, but but my my That's my issue. Let me get this straight. Professor Smalls is my main man. I wouldn't even be saying it if he hadn't did it live in front of 500 white people. If it was 500 black people, I might have let it slide. But 500 white people, I'm not letting that slide. Plain and simple. Am, hold on, I just, am I yelling? Am I yelling? I'm no, you already unk. You, Garfield, <laughs> um, uh, you, all had a uh, saw and uh, unbiased. Y'all had already won the debate when you specifically asked them for the alternatives. The Europeans had no alternatives. The debate was over. Everything else was just this uh, show. 
the debate was over when they could not give an alternative as to how to not catch a, or how to defend yourself. And then the vax dude gets up there and says, well, what you do is you give your children these diseases. You voluntarily give your children these diseases. Like you're gonna, so you're gonna voluntarily give your children measles, smallpox, mumps, mubelia, right? Just, and, and see if they survive. So the debate, the scientific debate was already over. It does not really matter what anybody else says. Um, doesn't really matter. The, what he said, what he said, you give, I want to fly my children to wherever these things are and give my children this. Once <laughs> he said that, he, he murdered himself. And what we need to do is take that clip and we need to take the clip that you and Asaw and Garfield asked them for alternatives and put all of those clips together. And I think our people need to see that. Hold and on, then, on that clip real quick. Keep talking, Reggie. Yeah. And so that's, and so people don't, so sometimes you could win the war and not know that you won the war. You immediately won that war, that debate, right? In that one circumstance for anybody who was um, rational and who was listening because it was a debate. You asked for the alternative, no alternative was given. Just like with this um, young brother uh, that I was um, speaking to, uh, all of a sudden I give sources, but then my sources are now questionable. And then I give another source that's even more stronger, right? And then all of a sudden it is not Reggie that's questionable because Reggie already won, right? Reggie already won the debate. I know I already won that conversation with him. What he's saying is just irrelevant. He's just, uh, I don't want to call him any names, but he's, I'm going to say, unless he shows his information, I'm going to do the worst thing that I can do. He's not a scholar. I was going to say he's not a good scholar. I am going to say that he is not a scholar. He is not a researcher. He has an opinion. The only way he can fix that is do a video to show that Bizra has nothing to do uh, with what I said and has everything to do with what he says. Otherwise, he's in the, um, the, the valleys of death, so to speak. The, the, the made it up segment. I That's made it correct. Up today. I made it up. When he said that Ye Yebisites, is uh yeah trying to say it's y a h the j e j j is yeah and, and try to connect let me tell you something man these pseudo linguistics pseudo linguists that we have in our community is ridiculous ridiculous when i say retenu he said what did you say the arets tenu you see they're so obsessed with the bible everything has to be connected to that book so when i said taharka and um Hezekiah, though I'm no connection, is just the Bible writers. The Bible writers made it up because we have Tahaka records when he took over in in um in in Egypt and Nubia, and he was I think 20 years old, and it was around um nah, it was around 689 BC, around that time period I think, or 686 BC, somewhere around that time Tahaka took over and he started fighting the Assyrians. He was the only man in history to beat up the Assyrian army three times. 
That's why he's legendary. So when the Bible writers wrote, they didn't remember nothing about no Shabaka or Shabitku. They, they put the name of the person who had the most popular name. The nephew of Shabaka and Shabitku was Taharka, a living legend at the time who defeated the Assyrians. So they put his name because, but I, I mean, historically speaking, he wasn't at the throne, on the throne at the time of Sennacherib. Yeah, and he was even in the army. He was too young. He was a baby. Four, five, six years old. So what is he doing fighting Sennacherib's army? But the truth of the matter is they had a disease. The Assyrian army caught them. It's like a disease, a plague that came. That's why, they, that's why they didn't take over Jerusalem. That's what Uncle was talking about the other day. What they got was, and then in the Bible they write, oh, it was from Yahweh killed them or whatever. Yahweh ain't killed nothing, man. There was a plague that came. And they just said, hey, God did it. That's all. But Taharka yeah. ain't had nothing to do with that, man. Y'all need to leave that alone. The mosquitoes got him. I got the clip, Reggie. I like to play the clip. I like to play ahead, the bro. That was the answer to all the stuff we said in the debate. I like to play the clip that Professor James Smalls signed off on. I like to just play this clip. And why, I'm not trying to hear it right now. I'm just not trying to hear it right now. Let me present the clip to the family, all right? This is in the guy's own words. So if you were siding with that side, and I'm not saying Professor Smalls under any circumstance was siding with anybody. I'm simply saying when he made that statement, it reinforced what this guy was promoting. And for that, now I gotta protect my own legacy. Now I gotta protect, you know what I'm saying, all the families. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, I just got to be the bad guy. Cause I can't have it. Here we go. Y'all can see the screen, right? Everybody can see the screen, Garfield. So now the Garfield, anybody? Rich? Yeah, we can see the screen, it's just nothing's playing. I know, I ain't playing nothing yet. You good, huh? Good. All right, here we go. Turn it up. Uh, we can't hear it. Louder. You got a little you louder. Play, you play it to your computer now? Well, I just, hit the, I just did what he said. Hit the arrow down. And, uh, no. 
no, no, no. You gotta hit that arrow and then find play through computer. You can see. Uh, where is that? The bottom here? Right next to you, Michael. Okay, I see the options. The people on YouTube said they can hit it, though. Yeah. Oh, share computer sound? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, they said they're able to hear it, but all right. Number one most powerful lobby in Washington. I'm saying they want 330 million Americans lined up on a yearly basis getting currently 16 vaccines in the adult program. 270 vaccines have already been approved for sale. And there's like thousands of vaccines. The future of that industry is vaccines, and it's in a population that has no choice not to have it. That's what's going on. So for everyone, like I, you know, I get a little, everyone's like, well, New York, what are you doing in New York? What are you doing in California? Look, this is a world problem. This is so much bigger than New York now. This is so much bigger than New Jersey. This is, we have got, whether or not we lose battles here and there, we have got to win this on a global scale. We are going to lose the right to control our own bodies. And then we're just property. Then we are human. Some emotional opinion here. 
if I'm wrong, I want to be wrong. I'd love to be able to tell you after investigating vaccines that they're safe and effective and the good science has been done. We just, it was hidden from us and it was in places we didn't know to look. We looked. We asked them to show it to us. They don't have it. And so then we had an 88-page response with all of it. You can see on my website, it's called the, uh, the vaccine, the great vaccine debate. Um, so it's over. The question are not safe. The question that they kept on asking throughout yeah. their presentation was, uh, what do you have to replace vaccinations if you're speaking against vaccinations? So, my personal opinion, and, and this is something that I'm not a doctor, I am a journalist, so all I'm doing is investigating if you're saying it's safe, prove to me it's safe. So all I've done is show you that they can't say it's safe. How do you raise, and it's a very good question, what do we have instead of vaccines? truth is, is that my belief in the way I raise my kids is I want my kids to get these vaccines. I can't tell you how much I mean this. I would fly somewhere to get my kids into the middle of measles because I've read the stats. I know what the death rate is. Healthy kids. If your kids are healthy, they don't die of measles. They just don't. Historically. So I want my kids to have the measles. I want them to have the chicken pox. I want them to have the mumps because they will have have it's like it's like buying them a ferrari at five years old they have lifelong immunity they can walk into a burning building where everyone's got the measles and never worry about it whereas if i give my kids vaccines that wear off every five to ten years they don't have immunity they've got like a ford pinto so the pharmaceutical and the doctors are trying to make me buy a ford pinto for my kids i'm giving them a ferrari i want them to have lifelong impenetrable immunity and the only way you get that is by having five uncomfortable days of a rash on your body or a fever for a few days. I personally believe that we are healed you know by this All right, there you go, man. Let me turn it off. All right. All right, there we go. So y'all heard it out of his mouth. So now to come in the background, just like George making dancing and all that, right? So we got, you heard that really very clear, right, Reggie? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there you go. So their answer after all that debate, the answer to the question is give your kids the damn disease. So what I would like to say is based off of how vaccines work, vaccines introduce a small portion of the protein. It absolutely does that. That is vaccine science. So that an idiot you do not have to go catch the daggone real disease. That's the, that is what vaccines essentially does. That's exactly what uh, well, Nemesis did from the Akan tribe, West African in Boston, right? When he practiced inoculation. Inoculation is the precursor to vaccination. What they did in West Africa was essentially take, take a, a piece of the, I mean, not the smallpox, but the uh, cowpox put a little bit in the arm. And that was dangerous because one out of every 40 people died that actually had that done for them. 
but it was far less than one out of every seven people dying. Okay? Vaccines don't do that. They don't even have live viruses. Right? They have, it's called, not, not anti, antiquated, I believe. Right? It's a killed form of it. It's not even an active form of it. Right? They do exactly what that, that guy said he would do for his children. But it's introduced in a form where it is, it, it, these adjutants actually uh, create an immune response. This is cutting edge West African science, y'all. You don't have to give your kid a disease, because if you give your kid a disease, we know what the track record is on measles. We talked about this last night on the show. We know, uh, Brother Garfield, if you can bring up the Samoan incident, right? And, and, and it will show you in real time what will happen. So we're not going to play this game with our kids live. He, so let me get this straight, y'all. I don't want to yell. I want to keep it right. Let me get this straight. We have elders that sat there and heard all of that and then would come up behind all of that in a minute. In a minute. I wasn't built from that. I don't need elders like that. I don't need to play this game like that. No matter how much I respect Professor James Smalls, no matter how much I got from him, no matter how much I learned, I know I got a lot of work on the way I speak. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a lot of work to do. You know, putting stuff together, I get all that, right? But I'm not crazy. I'm not stupid. I know when things are out of order and it's my job to speak on it, right? And the only reason I'm speaking on it publicly because it was done publicly, right? Plain and simple. So I understand what was going on. The West African eldership thing is in full effect. I'm not buying it, right? I'm an African-American in America. You know, I look at certain things they did in West Africa. I take bits and pieces of it. But some things that came from West Africa is starting to hog tires. And that is that eldership thing. Some people don't deserve to be elders on certain subjects. Well, being an elder is more than just on a particular subject. You're right. But overall speaking, most people are just elderly or older. They're not elders. And I'm... And by no means am I saying that Professor Small is not an elder. I'm just saying in that situation, he did not act like an elder. Because the Unk. elder held his peace. Unk. Waited. Don't cut me off, Reggie. Well, I, I was listening to you speak, so it, give me a time to respond. Right. So. As soon as I finish, I don't want you to cut me off and I forget. I said he wasn't acting like an elder in that position. He should have held that and told me personally what he thought. Go ahead, Reggie. Brother Smalls is a black revolutionary. Being a black revolutionary is that uh, in his life, he's made uh, decisions that uh, dealt with his life, his family's life. At the point of the issue with uh, him and his uh, and vaccinations, uh, his wife is a medical doctor. So he's just not talking. His wife is a medical doctor. And uh, they made some decisions based on their children's lives because uh, because of the particular uh, who they particularly were and what they were going uh, going through as they were young as they were young parents. That had what his personal life really has nothing to do with the bigger conversation. It's just a choice that he made, and he was speaking about it. You had already won the debate, so you need not to make more enemies 
out of this uh, out of this conversation because what Brother Smalls wait because what Brother Small said. Dude, do you really think I care about more enemies? They can't do nothing to me. See, you act like having an enemy, like we in the streets of Baltimore, the more enemies you make. is No, these are just- to me, Reggie? Hey, Reggie, listen. The enemies that I'm talking about are not the enemies Reggie. in Baltimore, sir. Reggie, so when you, you're in shock and awe- Making brother. Professor Smalls an enemy of mine. And I- No, just, you just don't. What I mean by that, it's a- I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna say this real quick to you, bro. Let me make, let me make this very clear. It does not matter. The health and well-being of my people matters more or whether I create more enemies in the eldership. I'm letting you know that, bro. That's how I feel. Right, wrong, or different. Don't nobody got to talk to brother Unc no more. I'm fine. Okay, Unc, um, but see, that, that's that's fine. So I you love can- Professor Small. Hold on. I love Professor Let me Small. talk. Let me talk. Okay. All I'm you, saying, I use it as dancing, And you're starting to dance a little bit there, bro. No, I'm not. You're starting to politic a little bit there, bro. No, I'm trying to say that I used it as a metaphor. Oh. You know what a metaphor is? So I don't mean real enemies, Ankh. No, so, I know you don't. I okay, you don't. okay. So since I didn't read, I didn't mean real enemies. Um, and I don't certainly want you and Professor Small, I, I want you and Professor Small to have a conversation. I don't want to talk um, but, right but, now. But, but. Conversation before that shit was said. But. But nevertheless, Ankh, you won the debate. So nothing else really, wait, nothing else really matters. Whether someone gets up and, and says something, the fact of the matter is whether he was listening or anybody who was listening, there was enough of people that was listening when you asked them for the alternative and they had no alternative. The conversation was over. Everything else was the show. So um, you don't have to worry. You are good money. You don't have to worry about people seemingly saying things against what you're saying. I don't appreciate the narrative, brother, right now you're promoting. I am telling you that when I'm in an informed conversation, right, when we literally standing there with our backs against the wall against 500 of the most rudest people I've ever seen in my life, I do not need one of my master teachers to step up just because he's anti-vaccine and throw me under the damn bus, bro. Did That's he say Unc was right wrong? Now. You're cutting me off right now. And I don't but did he say that Unc was wrong? You're cutting me off right now. Bro. No, did he say Unc was wrong? At, with the words that came out of his mouth. No, did he say that? Me. See, there's a difference. See, there there's a difference. He did That's not say me. that Unc was wrong. What he said was his particular thinking. But he did not say that Ark was wrong. He did. He said they take vaccines and killed African people with it, bro. He didn't say that? Or am I tripping? <laughs> but he did not say that Ark was wrong about the Reggie. alternatives. He did not say that. Reggie. So you could, um, I understand what you're saying. Reggie. He, he added some more it. information to it. Now, the you European- He added more information to them, Reggie. He didn't add more information to help me out. He no, had, he, I'm not saying he added more information to help you out. He gave his vantage point. The Europeans, he though. He his point right then and there. He, he, he wasn't that. talking to you. He was talking to the audience. All right. You know what, Reggie? Everybody can see what's going on right now. All right. And I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> no, because I don't want you to take it personal. I want you to understand Man, no. that when you want a debate, Man, you right? Can't talk about when, you, news, bro. when you want when you want a debate, 
then uh, you, 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 you do protect that. But the fact of the matter is that you want to debate. There's no if, ands, or buts. Huh? This is business right now. And oh, it's business. business. We have a new generation to stand up for our people that was totally different from the way they thought they were standing up. This is a contrast. I've officially drew the line in the daggone sand, bro. So you're an elder too, Reggie. You either on that side or this side. You can choose too. Because anybody can't get it. The elders can't get it. The Mexicans <laughs> can't get it. The Africans can't get it. The African Americans can't get it. Anybody can get it. You can believe that. Eight to, hold on. I don't want to yell. Eight yeah, don't yell. You already did. Eight to 80, blind, crippled, or crazy. You can get it. This is serious now. This is not the religious talk. This is the health of our people. And I care a lot about the health of our people. And I have a sense to know that scientific literacy will allow us to critique Europeans, Chinese, Mexicans, African and continental Africans, African-Americans, Phil Valentine, Devil Blair. Scientific literacy will give us the tools that we need so that we can make informed decisions under no circumstance on my goddamn watch will I allow elders, youngins, middle agents, anybody to fort our attempt to educate our people, right? I will not allow color, stop us from learning what it really is that we need. And I'm just simply talking about the tools and methodology. Oh. Never been given those tools, brother. And this is what we stand for. This is what the family stand for around here. Y'all can be mad at me. Y'all can trip. All no, I'm going to keep it real. On nobody. I'm banging on the information, bro. I'm, okay. Information is clear that prior to vaccinations, the human population was getting decimated. And I refuse to allow a foreign group to now come in and take us back to those moments when we were getting decimated. We don't have health insurance like we need to have in our communities. We don't have uh, 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 good food, ain't really in the poor areas. We got all fried foods and all of that. And then you want to take the vaccines away. How dare anybody, and I don't want to yell, how dare anybody attempt to stop the real conversation? I'm right here and they're all over there. And I'll take that, Brother Reggie. Go ahead. Okay. Ankh, again, you want to debate. The hell with the debate. You wanted to you wanted to debate with the debate question. Stop cutting me off. Stop <laughs> cutting me <laughs> off. Right. Okay. Ahead, um, there are issues, there are matters that have to do with uh our fight against the European, where the European has uh tainted uh medical uh or tainted science against us we always have to be on a watch uh list for that really, right Reggie? see now now you start now now you about to jump no you you want to cut me off no, okay so for example right when you want to talk about the syphilis experiment what right was what was that uh, explain it to us of the Tuskegee experiment? Yes, explain what happened. Did they shoot us up with syphilis? How did it go? I just want to hear you say it. Well, the the it, it doesn't matter. No, the, answer the, the Wait, wait. No, they did not shoot us, but under a scientific European study, uh, African males mm -hmm. contracted the syphilis and gave it to their families. 
and they did not give them the treatment. They watched to see what had happened. This was a very organized practice. The same thing is, for example, with Ebola. Ebola is a very interesting uh, disease in Africa. Uh, at some point, it, it comes and it and it and it uh, hundreds die, and then recently, as you noted, when Ebola happened again, maybe 14, 15 people died. Right. right? So that down. means, but but in order for this to happen, there have there had to be what you call a human study. Whether the human studies are legal or illegal, right? Most of the time when it comes to African people, the human studies are illegal, right? Even in, in, even in other cultures, even in, in Nazi Germany against the Jews, the Nazis performed all type of experiments against uh, Jewish people. Um, science, the results of science I just want to table that. When you get a chance, bring that source that they did an illegal trial on Africans for the Ebola virus. Now, I, I, I get, now I want to continue to let you talk, though. I don't want to cut you off because you're digging a hole for yourself, but go ahead, Elder. I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm, um, so what I'm just trying to say is that you can't just, uh, what you have to do is you have to study also the politics of science. So there's science and then there's the politics of science where, where who gets cures, who gets medical uh, health insurance, who gets all this has to do with the politics. It's not that the science is wrong. It's not that the science is wrong. It's, it's white supremacy uh, and, and, um, and their, what they want to do with, uh, what they want to do with science. So they use science against us, just like with weapons. Mm -hmm. Science can be a weapon, it could be weaponized. I just want you to understand that you won the debate. I want you to understand that it didn't matter with Professor, what Professor Small said because he only had a few minutes and you had much more time. No, they had longer than me during that second. They cut me off. <laughs> All right, right. All right. They stole my time on that one. So go ahead, though. Yeah. So um, I, I do want to give I do want to give a lot of credit to you and your team for the work that you, you did. Too. And, and, and so, and to me, everything else is irrelevant. You have the most important uh, critical quotes from the Vax dude that says that he wants to give his children these diseases, which are preventable diseases. I mean, if that got on CNBC or MSNBC or ABC, uh, that one thing that y'all have completely unravels the vaccine people. Uh, the anti-vax people. So uh, you did good work. Um, Brother Small has a, um, you know, his advantage point. I mean, I, the difference is that I've known Brother Small when he was age 38 until the time period that he is right now, right? And um, there are lots of, uh, I mean, being a revolutionary is, is, is a different form. I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with any of the points that he made, but I know his personal life. I know his children, I know his wife, and I know some of the decisions he had to make as a young man at this age. Remember, he's talking, he talked about his young children. I knew when his children were born, right? So I know his personal life. So I just listened 
And it's sometimes it's just wise to listen. But if you don't know a person, he's telling you about his own biography. But I'll stop. Um, you and the squad did an incredible uh, uh, debate. And ultimately, it will hopefully save African lives. And I think that that's the most important thing. The, 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 the back and forth does not matter. But the fact of the matter is that you have uh, went up against these groups of people and they had no answer for our people. And it doesn't have to mean many, but you want to debate. I hear all that what you're saying. And I'm saying the only way to catch the white people that y'all claiming is through science. And this is what we teach. We understand how they experimented. Hell, they experimented in their own people unethically, right? But we still want that source that they did that with the Ebola vac vaccine, brother. The Ebola vaccine was already on the shelf when the first outbreak happened in Sierra Leone. You should understand that. They already had a vaccine. So I want to see the trials where they just illegally did that on African people. Well, did make, uh, don't cut me off. How do you get, stop, wait, let's talk science because I, I, I just don't understand. Now you get it. But you oh. cut me off though, Reggie. Okay. Wait, no, no. So, what, no, you you cut me off too. But no, no. Uh, a couple. All times right. So ago. who you you continue, continue, and then no continue. Right. I, I, I'm saying is I just want to see the source to show that they did an illegal trial on the Ebola virus. That's all. It should be there. I mean, you got it from somewhere, Reggie. So so I, I should be afforded that opportunity to read the source and say, yeah, brother Reggie is right. They actually did an illegal study on that. As a matter of fact, the trial, the, the trial of the vaccine was at the ship, the Ebola was so crazy that niggas was like, I don't care if it went through a trial. The trial was live. And it worked. You you, you feel me with that though, right, Reggie? And, and, and in 2017, that was the trial run. Live. Like they was like, the hell was waiting 20 years. You feel me? And so the trial was when they actually introduced it to the people. That was one of the trials. You know that, right? In 2017, that was the trial. And nobody was saying, hey, 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 we're on the wait. No, they was like, I'll participate. Like we need this right now. So I just want to make that clear. The next point is, this has nothing to do with winning or losing. I didn't go in there to win or lose. I knew what, I knew what the whole thing was. I went in there to have an alternative so that my people could look back in history and understand that this is what we're really talking about. We gotta stop allowing other people in our community to educate us. Let us, let us make a decision on our own. Let's hear what you're saying. We don't need your recruiters. We wanna lay down everything you said. And then we wanna think for ourselves, look at science and see if it makes sense or not. So at this point, I'm simply expecting everybody it's in the fight for liberation for black people, would understand that. And if you really had a gripe with me, you would call me up and tell me, I got a gripe with this. And we can have that, you know, that private conversation. But under no circumstance that I expect people live, like pseudo-divine, to jump on the other side and help miseducate our people. I, like, I never expected that. Never expected that. Well, in war, you expect everything. So can you look at my screen? Yes. Okay, so um, there's another article I have. I have to find it. But uh, this is evaluating novel therapies during the Ebola epidemic, mm -hmm. right? And then 
the, uh, the Ebola hemorrhage fever outbreak in West Africa poses acute and novel challenges for health policy. I'm not gonna, health policy and research ethics. Mm -hmm. So this is my point on dealing with uh, uh, human trials, legal and illegal, because they say it there, it poses novel challenges for health policy and research and ethics. Yes, and then they article so I can read. I don't want you to do what everybody else to read it and dodge your source. I want to be able to read that too. Get put it in the chat right here, Reggie, so I can read it while you talk. It's right there. Evaluating novel therapies during the Ebola epidemic. I'm right. going over it. I'm not going to do that. I know. I'm I going say you over just it. copy and paste it and put it in our chat right underneath you. Yo, come on, man. I, yeah, I have to. I have to move from. Okay, so let's see if I can do that. You um, gotta move nothing. Just copy and paste it and put it in the chat, not the chat. Oh, you put it in the chat online. You don't gotta, all right, that's cool too. It don't matter where you put that, bro. We got a back chat too, Reggie. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So basically this article starts talking about what I start, start talking about, which is the policies. Mm -hmm. Now in this article, they gloss over experimental interventions for Ebola. Mm -hmm. So there's a there was a company, a small biological company Mm -hmm. that conducted preclinical testings on monkeys, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, they combined three humanized mm -hmm. uh, monoclonal uh, antibodies produced in whatever plants. So mm -hmm. they had begun testing with monkeys and then, mm -hmm. they, then they began testing with uh, uh, um, um, uh, monkeys with uh, human data, right? Mm -hmm. Then what happens is that now, now, they're looking for an opportunity to see if it works. Mm -hmm. And then they get into all these things, right? Avoid compassionate use, right? Emphasize patient benefit and scientific gains and decisions about access. Use random, randomization and study designs. Uh, protect clinical and public health infrastructures moving forward. And then there's, a, and, and there's another article I have to actually find. So what happens is when it comes to people who are sick, uh, basically, they have no choice. If they think that they can live or die, they sign off. But they don't even let Africans sign off. I don't. I don't even know if there's sheets that say you volunteer for this, right? And and then they get the uh, and then it becomes part of the randomized study to see if something works or not. The other issue is, are all Ebola viruses the same, or? I'm just saying, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <clears throat> or, for example, are all versions of AIDS the same, right? Um, you know, scientists have the ability to uh, introduce a weakened versions of things for their particular purposes. What? So, what? Huh? what? Are AIDS, are all AIDS the same? Now they got HIV no, it's all Yes, HIV. right. It's all HIV viruses the same. No, they got HIV-1 and HIV-2, brother. Right. And so- What are you uh, saying right now, Reggie? Like, hold on. Can, can I get the article, please, bro? You, you, now you're going- I just, sent a, I just sent this particular article, and I'll give you the Is other- Is it in the chat room? Is it in the chat room? I, I sent it. I don't know. What's the back chat? What's the you back chat? right there. Say chat on your screen at the bottom. Um, um, hey, look, and I'm not trying to rally nobody against Progressive Change Fall. Y'all ignorant as hell sometimes in the peanut gallery. That's why I hate reading. Man, nobody rallying nobody. I'm simply stating the cold hard facts that I was in an environment that was hostile 
to African people, and I stood up for the African people. Not only did I stood up, the work that the brother Reggie did with us helped us stand up. The work that Garfield did, being in there, allowing us to have shows, you know what I'm saying, stood up. The Sahotep stood up. Dr. Oyamaya stood up. The Masi Clan warrior, warrior stood up. Sean stood up. We all stood up. So I'm just simply saying that at the end of the day, I don't have, I don't like one of the elders that I love the most out of all the elders in the community. I don't need him saying nothing. I rather the critique he gave. He felt like that I could have spoke, you know, my delivery could have been better. Man, I I I can take that critique. He, he give me that critique, then he go right out there and be an anti-vaxxer. I mean, I don't I don't appreciate that. I'm not mad at him. I'm simply stating the facts. Hell, I ain't mad at Professor, but I'm doing like he did. Hell, I can, I, I can take it as well as give it. And I'm not going to allow his age to stop me from doing that. And I'm not going to allow his friendship with me to stop me from saying what I feel. Like, I'm not doing that. I didn't sign up for this community to do that. The whole yeah, thing. but don't you think, don't you think no, by no, airing no, something no. publicly, don't no, you think no, no, no. by airing something publicly? No, it was... Man, no, ahead. what I'm just trying to say is, um, he did what he you you um you did the debate. You want to debate? He came up and he spoke. You didn't, uh, but his what he said did not ruin what you did. You had already won the debate. So no, now no. to talk about him, to talk I'm about not him, talking about him, Reggie is on film. No, now you are, Reggie. Now I'm you not. are. Reggie. You are talking about him on so this Reggie. air. Reggie, you don't so have I to do so that. Let me get this straight, Reggie. You have a different rule book than the rule book I was given growing up, bro. I am letting you know this. The rule book I grew up under was, no matter who you are, if you talking shit, you can get it. That is our rule book. Right, wrong, or indifferent. You give respect when respect is given, bro. So have there been times that you have been wrong? Um, have there have there been times that you have been completely wrong? Damn and right. then you find out that you're like wrong. But while you're while Damn you're right. wrong and strong, Damn you right. want people to work with you, and then you find out that you was completely wrong. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Okay. So in this case, you have won the debate. What Professor Small said, his comments had nothing to do with what you did. You're just taking it personally, and he's still uh, our elder, and we could still talk to him. I said he and wasn't then, Hold on, look, I said he wasn't our elder. No, no. Keep the good light no, on the you, elder. Wait, let me get this straight, Reggie. Hold on. I'm not disrespecting the elder. I'm not even banging on him, Reggie. I don't okay. like that. I don't, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like that narrative. That's the Sarnetta narrative. No, no, no. You said you can go back to what you said. You said you don't like an elder. You, any elder can get it. You right. said all of that. And right. so, wait, wait, wait. Let me double I, down on it. Anybody can get it. The elders can get it. The Mexicans can get it. The African-Americans can get it. White people can get it. Anybody can get it. Now, what is get it? I'm simply saying get that proper scholarship and proper methodology. We're not talking about okay. fighting. We're not talking about hate nobody. I, it's nothing I can, as a matter of fact, 
I make it worse for myself by saying what I'm saying, bro. Like, I understand that. So y'all can misconstrue it and say what you want. Uh, I still respect Professor Smalls as an elder. I'm simply saying on this particular time and space, right, when we were stepping up in front of a hostile European crowd, he brought in his anti-vaccine rhetoric, and I can say that. And if he mad at me, then he just fucking be mad at me. I still love him. And when I make a mistake, I hope that he can be mad enough and tell me that. And since he didn't do it in private, he did it in front of the whole world. I ain't doing it in front of the whole world. Hold on, am I yelling? I don't yell. I'm simply saying he did it in front of the whole world, so I'm doing it in front of the whole world. We're not airing our dirty laundry. He is still a tested and proven elder in this community. I can't supplant him on that. But if y'all think that we can't uh, uh, offer proper critique on certain things that are said, then that is the real issue here. This is the issue that people like Dr. Feel Good Valentine, Delbert Blair, and all of them, they're elders, bro. And they do the same thing, and they got this protection. It's called the, it's called the, 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 the orange elder glow, where you can't critique nothing they say. Phil Valentine can come on the show, have a conversation with me, and use the elder. He can lie and say he was damn near died from a vaccine and caught asthma. When I try to respond, then I'm the bad guy. I'm the guy that's talking against the elders. Man, I don't appreciate that, bro. That's called killing our development as African people. We cannot allow the elders, the young people, anybody to use those type of things for protection. I know when I'm being disrespectful and when I'm not, I'm saying this, this nonsense about just because you're an elder that you can't say nothing. That is the worst thing ever. Nobody's saying that. That's exactly what I'm just what trying to say. Right no, you're trying, no, no, Unc. no, I'm, I'm, no. What I'm just trying to say is that- And you uh, got that grin on your face. You got that New York Reggie grin on your face. You're right. You're right. Because I'm just trying to get us to move on, right? Okay, let's it's move. Not on. a big. It's not a. It's not a big thing. So it's let's really just, not a big thing. I'm gonna call him back when I get on. off the show. Yeah. And I'm right, gonna apologize. Right. So, look, look. Here's I'm the thing. Apologize for going live. I'm apologize. On Saturday. Can... On on Saturday. On Saturday, for example, mm -hmm. right? Saturday, um, okay. I went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I was initially going to go with uh, Brother Jabari and just to, uh, uh, and to help out, but um, Brother Smalls called me and he says he has the time to go to the museum with me. So what I do is, I as a young scholar, in the context of them, I go with my elder and I walk into the museum with my elder and I show him what I know. It's like a dissertation. I show him what I know, right? You are a young scholar, and uh, so you can take your elder and you could present your dissertation, right? And guess what? He may change his thoughts the next time he speaks. And then you've been successful. And then you've been successful. So there's this, uh, this education that African people have to have amongst us on this relationship right? Where sometimes the elders, for example, in Africa was completely wrong when it came to the slave trade. Right. Completely right. wrong what they did, right? Mm -hmm. and, then uh, and, and, then, and, then, and then the young people knew it, right? And it was too late. Thank you. Right? It was too late. Right now, it's not too late. You have won a major debate. Now we just have to figure, it, figure out how to populate this win, right? Uh, 
how to populate how to populate how to populate this this uh this win but 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 not in the same time you know make your elders upset with you you always want your your elders to be in a situation where they talk to you but when you're talking about him online he's gonna you know uh, he's human he's um he's, yeah so so the fact that i say that out of all the elders we got today right after the passing of uh, uh the great dr ben I hold Professor James Smalls in that light. You know what I'm saying? So everybody just pump their damn brakes. And if anybody attacked Professor James Smalls, he got a warrior on his side. He got the whole arm of the Amaral squad and all the families. So let's not get that twisted. But I'm a man at the end of the day, and I am too human, and I am too 52 years old. I'm not a kid. And I know when you got something wrong. And so if I just say you got that one wrong, you got that one wrong. You just that's got fine. that wrong. And I'm pretty sure the young is going to come behind me and say, um, you got that one wrong. That's why I always say it. I say, look, everybody on the families is younger than me. So when I make a mistake, they can pull my coattail. You're wrong. Now, if I bang back on them and say something publicly, I expect to get the same thing I'm giving. I know. So you, you, want, you want total victory. Uh, um, is that I what it is? You keep you set me up for that. that ain't what... Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That ain't what it is. Yo, I knew you were setting me up for something. <laughs> supreme knowledge. Supreme knowledge. Where's my hat? Supreme knowledge. Supreme. <laughs> All right. So hey, buddy, let's get back to that article. I'm on your head real quick. Huh? Let's come to the moving forward on this article right here. Uh, it's in JAMA, uh, J-A-M-A. Uh, this is one of the resources I told you to use. So Brother Reggie brings an excellent uh, 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 peer review source here. These are one of the journals that are superior. And let me back that journal up real quick and show you why this journal is superior. Uh, these are the journals that we must use and continue to use going forward, right? And right here it says on page, uh, on, on vaccines, did not cause Rachel's autism, right? And if you come to page, uh, let me see. Let me put the right glasses for it. Now you know you're getting old and you're switching glasses and shit. On page 150, on page 133, right? Uh, it says, uh, it's talking about uh, the representative epidemic, uh, demonetic studies were conduct conducted in the most rigorous ways possible and that ultimately investigated more than 1 million vaccinated children. So he was talking about this uh, MNR vaccine. And let me read from the top and then I'll get to the source. It said an overwhelming, an, an overwhelming body of evidence shows that pediatric vaccines routinely administered in childhood, uh, including the MMR vaccine, okay, implicated by Wakefield group in the occurrence of autism and thermosol containing vaccines are not in any way linked with the disorder. They say they represented epidemiologic epidem studies that were con conducted in the most rigorous ways possible and that ultimately investigated more than 1 million vaccinated children. And so when they did studies in all these journals I'm about to mention, 
that's dealing with one million vaccinated children that absolutely proves there is no link between the MNR and all the stuff that these people was talking about. In that debate, it said the studies were published in our leading, most prestigious, and most important rigorously peer-reviewed scientific journals, including the New England Journal of Medicine. Y'all gotta go get the New England Journal of Medicine. The JAMA, this is what Brother Reggie has presented, the JAMA, the J-A-M-A, and JAMA Pediatrics. Also the Proceedings of the Natural Academy of Science, USA, then the Vaccine, and the Lancet. And so Brother Reggie has actually bought one of, one of the most prestigious uh, 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 journals that people publish in right now. And so let's read what this journal is saying right now. We wanna deal with the moving forward. It says scientifically and ethnically justified use of scarce new agents, scarce new agents in the midst of the Ebola epidemic or any other epidemic from which novel ages hold promise, requires reflection on the understandable desire to rescue imminently uh, imminently dying patients. So right now they're telling us that, man, when you dealing with something, when people is dying right now in real time, you know what I'm saying? You trying to get the job done, right? Let me finish this. Clinicians, investigators, and policymakers must deploy novel agents in ways that address pressing scientific questions, prioritize research and populations that will be mostly scientifically informative as well as most likely to benefit, ensure valid answers through the use of supportive care, controls, and protect clinical, clinic, clin no, what's this, critical, clinical. clinical. Yeah, I said the critical clinical and public health resources from divisions to long-term aims by doing so they can minimize lives saved in the present epidemic and ensure knowledge gained from the next. What they're saying is that, man, they was doing all this in the middle of people dying for real, yo. And so the standard is a little bit lessened when you got people's lives right now in real time going through it. That they might not do it the long drawn out 20 year way like they normally would and all that. And so they said all that needs to be looked at, but they say it's understandable based off what it is. So I just wanted to add that to the offer you presented, brother. Now, did you have anything to say? Yeah, so there's another line that's important uh, that, so again, all of the, the reason why I brought up this article, it has a lot to do with uh, policy, with policy, right? You're talking about science. Yeah, science and the policy and, this, and the, and the and policies of science. science remember? Yeah. That's why he this article, bro. So it says two fundamental principles. This oh, is yeah. on the we'll first paragraph, the, the second paragraph of the article. Oh, all the way up the top? Yeah. Two okay. fundamental principles should guide response to these questions. Decisions must aim to prevent the maximum number of deaths during the current outbreak. Equally important, policymakers must seek to optimize knowledge gained for use in confronting future Ebola epidemics. Yep. So this is the standard in which you do with almost all viruses. Mm -hmm. uh, decisions must be aimed to prevent the maximum number of deaths during the current outbreak. So that's measles, mumps, um, rubella, rubella, uh, any contagious disease that um, decisions must be made to, 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 to save lives 
and it, it co corresponds to what you said. The, the, the problem, the only problem with science is that um, sometimes uh, depending on, because um, there's this whole thing of eugenics and it's, um, these things are very, very real, that, uh, that the fact of the matter, for example, um, there's reasons why Europeans can't just march and stay in Africa, right? The tetsi fly, the, there's a number of contagious diseases that have always yellow fever, that have always troubled Europeans. So in order for Europeans to take the land of Africa, uh, they're using these studies, they're actually using these studies to be much more successful in going into places of Africa uh, and, deep, and at the same time, uh, depopulating uh, um, places in Africa. Now they do that with policy. For example, you have the whole thing with Rwanda, right? This was a manufactured war, right? Um, unprecedented killing um, in, in a week's time, right? Um, while nations of state acted like it wasn't happening. And then now you have a whole new Rwanda growing up out of the, uh, out of the skeletons of, of African people, mm -hmm. right? For the purposes of European of white supremacy. So um, part of um, it is science and it's also the, the policies of science. And so I'll just leave it there. Uh, you want to debate. Uh, we, we've all, we all helped, right? But you were at the, uh, uh, how can I say? I'm Professor Small Student. I'm mm -hmm. Professor Small Student. I'm one of the people who can say, I'm a student, Professor Small. I helped Unc during that debate. I helped the Amira squad during that debate. And I'm a student of, of Dr. Ben and, and, and Dr. Jeffries. I am a real student, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't have an occasional relationship, uh, some photo ops. I don't have that. I actually am a uh, someone who they trusted. So, and I, guess what? I use that to help Unc. That's the greatest privilege that a teacher could have when you have a, te a master teacher like Brother Smalls, when their students figure out what it is and who they can help without causing a, a separation. So you got the student. You get too deep now, yo. I ain't separating. I'm just no, saying. I know you're using words. You're using small words. What I'm just trying to say is you got the student. Shut <laughs> <laughs> your ass up. Don't. <laughs> All right, yo, I'm going to shut up, yo. You got the next generation student of some of the greatest teachers helping helping the Amirah squad uh, out and the dagger squad out in critical issues with critical research. And I'm not trying to grandstand, I'm trying to help. Like Dr. Vince Bantu's conversation, if anybody was watching and you was watching, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it was when I was talking to him. I completely isolated out his concept of Bizrot, narrowed it down, and then made it go poof, disappear, right? And I did that in a few minutes because I know that it was a source-dependent argument, and I and I've done enough research to know where the sources are. With the young fella that was on here that was acting all um, upset because he couldn't find a source, right? Poof, it goes away. We are in another realm. We don't have to. We 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 don't have to always be humble, but we have to be conscious 
that at sometimes we do need to be humble while we teach our people because our people are in a mess. They still believe that Bizrod stuff. They still believe it. Amen. They still believe that Christianity in Ethiopia, as if the Ethiopians didn't murder a whole bunch of Ethiopians <coughs> spreading Christianity. Ethiopians kill, still killing Africans over religion. Hey, Reggie. Yeah, they so try to slide it in. Go ahead, Uncle. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah, Mo. No, no, no. I was, um, I was just making a comment on how the guy or Dr. Ben too <laughs> try to <laughs> try to slide that in and make it something different than what it was. So I'm glad you guys. Uh, well, Uncle, I'm glad you definitely brought in the chronology, and then y'all broke down. Like, wait a minute, where you know, why are you guys trying to put a spin on the word bishrot? Like they're just trying to make a whole new paradigm. Just they just come up with stuff. I mean, we understand scholars, we understand adding to coming up with something new or making it better, but they are they really trying to make the Christianity African by all means necessary. Correct. Because that's called contextualization. So um, he outlined his, his paradigms or his, his mythology. His methodology was uh, uh, why he doesn't use syncretism or why syncretism is not important, why extractionism is not important. But what he uses is, uh, is something that he calls contextualization. Contextualization is basically what all faiths use is that no matter what happened in science, no matter what happened in the universe, no matter what happened in, in culture, all of that is attributed to their faith. So it's all a piece of the puzzle of their faith. And so they're able to use things that's not related to their culture and to say that it, 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 uh, it's part of their faith. So the Muslims have this thing called fitrah. Fitrah is basically uh, the primitive kind of righteousness and justice that happened before, um, before the prophet Muhammad, right? And so everything that happened in the past gets attributed, gets connected to the, uh, gets contextualized into uh, the prophet Muhammad's uh, you know, a vision. The same. Uh, so, what 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 Dr. Vince Bantu is doing is he's contextualizing all of the things that happened. Now, I can I can look at the whole gospel as and call it Bizra, right? Because I'm contextualizing, and 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 uh, this is very interesting. But you know, good scholarship and sources could uh, um, could could could. Uh, you know, could have a decent argument uh, with that without me uh, disrespecting Dr. Vince Banter because I actually like I actually like him. I don't like what he's doing, but he's not a disrespectful person, so we could talk to him. So I will never disrespect Dr. Vince Banter, but I I have enough skills which I could uh, talk to Ankh about. I got something really good for Garfield. Garfield is going to go bananas when I give him this. Uh, because, you know, he does this thing, oh, we're the Nazareth, uh, we practice Bizra, sometimes it's called Urpa, right? And just to take all of these words and then go back and find out what they really are is, uh, is incredible. I'll stop.
Yeah, I like the way you slid out of that framework, though. I like the way you did that. <laughs> slid it on way. <laughs> I'm going to let that die, yo. But what I am saying, my haters going to be calling them, oh, they did that. It's going to be them hating-ass elders, too. We got some hating-ass elders, right? Oh, I told you he was going to turn on. Yeah, hate. that's called hating-ass elders. I'm going to let y'all know that. So at the end of the day, man, look, I love Professor. Man, he's one of the only uh, uh, elders that I respect at the end of the day. Uh, him and Comedic Press. Uh, 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 the Kilimanjaro. And so, no, I don't have to agree with everything my elders say, and I'm never going to do that. I'm going to base it off of how I understand the world. I'm going to base it off the fact that what they taught me. And so if you want to find some elders to deal with, go ahead and deal with uh, Ifa Kilimanjaro, right? I mean, my father, Dakar, uh, Kilimanjaro, uh, and uh, Professor James Smalls. I recommend them. But when it starts to come to science and technology, Oh, Brother Reggie, we just got to admit it, that we're really the first generation to really promote that like that. This is very, very new. You feel me? Let me take back the first. We brought it back because you got people like uh, Hubert Harris, uh, uh, John Jackson, uh, uh, um, Dr. Ben. They promoted that. We're just bringing that back. So this generation represents bringing it back all the way back, really getting heavy into the science, right? We, we definitely uh, represent that. And I know it's new. And you said something that's very important. You said basically that our people are sick and we gotta go easy on our people. And, and, it, and it's a certain way we need to talk to our people. So I agree to that. All I would like to say is to Brother Tazariot, our damn people was not in that debate. Reggie, was our people in there, Reggie? No. Thank you. Know. So whatever I was saying, however I said it, Everybody shut the hell up. I know what I was doing and how I wanted to say what I wanted to say. Don't tell me I don't know how to talk to people when you out on the corner saying, me, Esau, the white man is the devil. Don't come back and say, uh, you don't know how to talk to white people. That is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard in my whole life. That people claiming black George Macon, Zarya and the boys and everybody else trying to tell me I don't know how to talk to white people. Like, I've never heard that. That, hey, Reggie, that's a precedence right there that they're saying. Divine prospect and all them saying that, yo, that really shows you where they hear that is for real, bro. Well, it's like listening to Shekhar to Diop uh, explain his work using uh, his um, broken English and French, right? You can't understand anything that he is saying if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not a scholar. Same thing with Dr. Yosef Benjo Cannon. If you ever heard him speak, he has a very heavy accent. You would miss everything that he says because you don't want to hear him. I heard you ask them, what is the alternative, right? And that is what a scholar looks for. There's, there's you know, people talking. Uh, so it's not, the, it's, it's your framework. It's, and, and then it wasn't fair. Curtis Cost created an environment where it wasn't a debate. He made it a panel discussion and he limited your time. He used every dirty trick in the book, right, to protect them. And you still was able to break through. You got focused, you minimized your work. You, um, you figured out what was more important to, to say and you made a record of it. And, and, it, and, it, was, and it was done. Everything else was just, entertainment right people had to get their money's worth they spent a lot of money to come in there right uh you know 25 30 dollars is a lot of money uh 
they spent a lot. They had to get some entertainment, right? And you did entertain them, but you could you entertain them after you bust their ass. So that was a uh, debate for the uh, you know for the ages. I think I've seen Ankh in the museum with uh, I took him to the museum. I seen I seen Ankh do his work when he was in that museum. Every one of those little um, scholars knew exactly what Ankh was saying, and they backed the hell up. They had to correct themselves really quick, right? They got fixed. So I seen Ankh. So Ankh, I mean, I, I, I I'm talking about in the anthropology section. Yeah, inside the paleontologists with the bones and the skulls, and I'm identifying the skulls and all that shit in real time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, so uh, so Ankh came in all slow. He came in with his hat turned to the side, right, with his kicks on, and he uh, he looked at a couple of skulls. He actually knew exactly what they were, and then the discussion started, and they had to backtrack. And if you watch that, you see Ankh strategically moved them back. But this wasn't in a show environment. This wasn't a show environment like the debate, the vaccine debate. The vaccine debate was set up as a show environment because they absolutely was not prepared for uh, uh, for science. They, they was there to rally. That was a rally. I hope you understand that. It was a rally for to, uh, and a promotion for the Vax movie. They didn't think that we had anything, and even if we had it, they had a method to cover it. So, uh, so we 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 can talk a little bit more about that. And 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 uh, right, they didn't expect us. They didn't expect us to come in there like that and be able to actually, you know, first of all, deal with the scientists in real time. Second of all, for the scientists to actually give us credit. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't expect that. They thought they was gonna come in there. With the normal conscious community rhetoric, that's what they was really thinking. Yeah, they they didn't know that we was gonna come in with with with, 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 with the serious data, like, like he said. He said, "Yeah, they came with the standard." You're damn right, we came with the standard. The standard argument defeats you every time. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying, like he told you what we came with. We came with authentic science. He came with pseudoscience, misinformation. Yeah. So hey, no. And he killed himself because he wants to give his children. Uh, yeah, he wants to give his children a disease, and who, 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 um, who could buy into that? Well, even white folks mean? can't even buy into that. That's He's why, gonna, huh? Reggie, you're saying it right. That's why I had to duck when the professor said what he said because it made it seem like he was buying into it. I don't necessarily think he was at all. No, he just was giving his personal opinion on it. I respect that, but it's just a time and place for everything on that. That's all I was saying. Bro. Seriously, like that's all. But, yeah, but I, the fact that the community has rallied behind that anti-vaccine movement, it's very interesting to me that they would buy into giving your kids the smallpox. The can't because you got you, you got vaccines against cancer. So really we're supposed to give our kids Ebola because everybody don't die to get Ebola. You know what I'm saying? So we're supposed to give our kids like how like how that's not well thought out idea. So we really listen to people who don't even have well thought out ideas, Reggie. That, that's not a well thought out statement, bro. That's a person that ran out of shit after going up against some brothers. You know what I'm saying? From a place that they were like, where the hell do these dudes come from? <laughs> and after you run out of stuff, you say the hell with it, I'm gonna give my kids a disease. I'm gonna drop them in the middle of the disease. 
that that mean you got beat up from pillar to post. You ran out of everything. Your last your last thing is I'm gonna give him the disease. How well thought out was that? Well, it's just like this post that I'm looking at, right? From this guy named Silos, right? The alternative to vaccines is a gold diet and getting to know the source of medicines that's nature. Huh? Okay, so here's so a sentence. So the alternative to vaccines is, is gold diet and getting to know source of medicine that's nature. Now, here's a problem. Now, there's a number of problems with this. I'm assuming that the brother's typing on the, t on, on the phone, right? Because this, this sentence is intelligible. It, it doesn't make any sense, right? Um, it's, not, it's a broken sentence. I don't know where some of the... And I was, uh, maybe I'll even assume that he's talking on the phone and he, he's not very good in the English language, <laughs> right? So now I have to ask Silos to source to source anything with the gold diet on um, the gold a gold diet and vaccines. You mean whoa 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 whoa? You mean gold like monatomic gold? The devil blend of smoking? I I, I now I'm looking for a source. <laughs> Because see, no matter what we say, no matter what we say, uh, there are people that will talk about gold diets and red algae and all those type of things as if they are uh, preventions of viruses. So I need to see a, uh, a study of any type of gold diet and, and, and viruses and immunity. Good diet, good diet. So, so, right. so it's clear that most people in the conscious community um, don't know how the uh, immunity system works. So maybe Garfield will play the video when uh, Brother Wu Dai goes into how the immunity, immunity system works. Uh, the guy that made the anti-vax movie, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, he kind of really gave you a glimpse into how the immunity works, uh, the immune system works. Basically, you have to catch the pathogen. Right for the body to develop the antigens. Okay, that's how that works, and so that's why vaccines are so effective because they give you a form of it that's not lethal. Right, uh, they give you a, a, a antiquated. Am I saying it right? Antidated. Yeah, yeah weakened. Just say weakened. Weakened. Your antidated form of it, uh, and they're working on giving you a synthetic version of it, which doesn't even have the DNA in it at all. So you know that's called structural biology. That's correct. So our community thinks that food, no food is at the other end of the spectrum. And so that's why we promote a healthy diet. I don't know about the gold diet, eating gold. I don't know about that. But I do know is for your body to always be working at its optimum, it is, it is basically essential for you to have proper nutrients, a proper, you know, which is, includes vitamins and proteins and, and exercise. And this will help your body be strong. But anybody that ever been worked out and was really in shape, uh, and, 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 and all these things, they know you still can catch a flu. So it's obvious it's not your diet, right? Your diet helps, helps your body to work optimally, which includes your immune system. You feel me? But it does not, the, the food simply brings energy to the body and nutrients to the body, okay? It does not stop a virus. And so that guy does not understand how the body naturally works. And, and Reggie, we can't make them understand it. The innate no. immune system. They don't know what that means. We can't, we, I can't, I can't make you 
You can read, you can look at a two minute YouTube video that talks about the immune system. That, I mean, a, a biomimicry, meaning mimicking how the body works was one of the most genius things that was, that was thought up in West Africa. That's genius to come up with that. To actually work, to actually look and see how the body deals with the pathogens and to duplicate that. How, how more genius is that? Giving yourself herbs because they natural, that ain't, that ain't making no sense. Herbs don't work. If, if herbs work, the Africans wouldn't have came up with an alternative to it. If food worked, food, you had the best foods in the pre-industrial age. There wasn't chemicals, it wasn't nothing in the water. Y'all how about fluoride in the water? Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. None of that. So look, man, all that is nonsense at the end of the day. None of y'all can get around the immune system. None of y'all can get around understanding what the immune system actually does. If you don't know how the immunity system works, you will always be on the wrong side of this argument. The immune system works by having an introduction of the protein and the protein is uh, activates the immune system, the antigen activates the immune system and it develops a way to fight against the, the particular pathogen when you're introduced to that pathogen again. It already has an army that comes out and fights that. So anything other than that, it's not gonna work. What you got there, Brother Reggie? Okay, so uh, this is a, a new book by Edgar Ridley. Edgar Ridley uh, is a peer of Sheka Antidiop, meaning he was a young scholar and he uh, studied with Shekhanti Diop, and he's a uh, friend of mine, all right? He's a teacher, a friend of mine. His name is Edgar Ridley. And the book is called The Golden Apple. It's his third volume. And then he has this uh, section, uh, page number, uh, uh, chapter number two. It's called Magical Thinking. And what he does is he detects that, um, you know, you could think symbolically, humans innately think symptomatically. Like if it's hot, we know it's hot. If it's cold, it's cold. If there's where the food is, we think symptomatic. But then we have learned, unfortunately, to be distracted and to think symbolically. And uh, symbolically is uh, a misadventure, is magical thinking. And he says that, uh, you know, when you think magically or you think symbolic and you think symptomatic at the same time, that's a form of schizophrenia. You should only be thinking symptomatically. You should never be thinking symbolically or a magical mind. So all the people who are thinking magically, you know, spiritual, uh, you know, the spooky part of spirituality, I can, uh, uh, um, all those things, uh, uh, you know, that they do, um, they are thinking magically. All of these uh, praying to talisman, mm -hmm. chanting, all this stuff is magical thinking. Why? Because it doesn't produce tools. It doesn't produce tools. Can you hear me? Yeah. I heard you, Reggie. I got it. It does not produce tools. That's a fact. It produced more magical thinking. Am I correct? That's correct. It, that's correct. So new.